We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Week six picks against the spread, super locks, survivor picks, and of course, a mini cuss corner midway through the show to get you going. Reminder to smash the like button to the episode sub to Mayo Media Network, sub to the audio podcast, why don't you, on Apple or Spotify, and leave one of those five star reviews to help out the show in more ways than you could possibly know. And if you want to get the secret link to the Wednesday episode on Tuesday evening, got to sub to the newsletter. All right, people? Sub to that newsletter. It's down in the description. It's completely free. It'll get sent right to you. You can watch it like 14 hours early. And there, a lot of people do it. They seem to enjoy it. You could be one of those people who enjoys it as well by subbing to the newsletter. The PME DraftKings Listeners League is now open as well. Link is down in the description. Let's fill that up. 3,500 spots this week. We got guys having some bad days on the other line. Not as bad as my picks last week, but uh, pretty close from what I can hear. Coming to us from an alternate location, it is Jeff Feinberg. What's up? I'm having one of those days, Pat. One of those days where I could show you my call log. There's probably a 35-minute call and an hour-long call with my internet provider. Between that, there was a trip to the mall to swap modems because that's what they said I had to do. Uh, And then you go back and the new one isn't working because they're saying the guy at the store didn't register it properly. (laughs) Like, Like, oh, my God. Oh, oh. Oh, I'm just like, I'm on one and I'm about to be on one once we, I guess, get into the nitty gritty of of what we do here. So, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go. I like almost need to calm down because I'm like, I had two knee surgeries last year and I going through an hour phone call with your, your, you know, your Internet provider, cable provider, if you still do that. It literally feels like 
like I just went through something. It's f- such first world problems, but I literally feel like I've been through a battle today, <laughs> a losing one. Well, you're on the line. That's all that matters as of right now. We can get the rest of the internet figured out a little bit later on. The coin is in the studio with me and via the internet. Someone else having a rough day. It is Tim Andercust. Tim Andercust. That's not my name. Why, why am I having a rough day? Well, uh, of course, we heard on the Sunday night show that you broke down and started collecting stickers again. So good for you. Um, and now you went to McDonald's today and they didn't even give you any stickers. Ooh. So it wasn't today. It was yesterday before Thanksgiving. I decided whoa, 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 whoa. to go. You, you, went, you went to McDonald's yes. before Thanksgiving dinner? Yes, I did. I went through, and what happened was, right, uh, the way the promotion works is that you got to upsize the fries to get the stickers because the stickers are not on the medium fries. I mean, those of us in the know know this. So anyway, so I go through the McDonald's, and I order what I'm what I'm ordering, and uh, I uh, pull over to eat in the parking lot, as I often do in my car, and there it is, and I pull out the fries, and it's an old package. Stickers aren't on there. It's regular on the sandwich, it's regular on the on the pop, not regular on the fries. So, well, this won't do. The only reason I upsized the fries was to get stickers, obviously. Come on, hold, so hold, back... hold, hold on. When was the last time you got a medium fries from McDonald's? Every time. Every time with a combo. No one is every believe... time. No with a combo. one believes that. Okay, every time. Anyway, so I get back in the drive-through line because I'm gonna like let them know I didn't get my stickers. And then I don't know, I'm there for like 10 minutes. It's a long line. And, like, the urge to use the bathroom became so great, I had to get out of line, drive away, park, use the washroom. And then after I was leaving, I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to fight it. It's like nature is telling me those (laughs) stickers would not have been stickers worth fighting for. So I didn't. And then I got a coffee through McDonald's, and then I went home. Wait. I'm proud of you. Hold on. You got back in the drive-thru and got the coffee from McDonald's? Yeah, didn't bring up the fries, didn't mention the fries. I was like, you know what? Wasn't meant to be. This Okay, this is all sorts of confusing. This is like the fruitcake all over again. He just couldn't follow through with it. I was going to give you a compliment, um, but then you went back in the drive-thru line instead of just A, walking up to the counter, like you're in the restaurant going to the washroom. I don't want to get out of my car. But you got out of the car to use the bathroom. Not, not to McDonald's, though. Why did you were at McDonald's? Why did you go to the McDonald's bathroom? You could have solved all these problems. I just whipped around. There's a grocery store right by McDonald's. You were at, you, but, yeah, but you were Who at knows McDon- where the washroom but, is. But you were at the, the McDonald's. You actively had to go somewhere else to go uh, to the bathroom. Know that the grocery store bathroom is extremely clean. McDonald's is pretty clean. Like it, I'm not saying stand- it isn't. But like I know the grocery stores is extremely clean. So I anyway, I just went there quickly, used the washroom, and then after I walked out, I was like, I'm not gonna fight the stickers. Like I had a Zen moment about it. And I was like, but I'm gonna get two stickers. Like this two stickers. I came to, yeah, I came to get six stickers. I ain't leaving without six. So I just went through, got a coffee, said good day, didn't say a word, and then went on my way. I, I think it's a real moment of growth. But I, but you I'm got confused. but but you got back in the line and you were talking to them. Why didn't you just tell them then? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, let it go. I had let it go. That's why. See, 
My compliment to you was when I thought you'd gone to the washroom in McDonald's and then no. you walked out of the washroom and decided, you know what? I don't need it. It's not meant to be. But you literally had another McDonald's interaction, at which point it is totally in your right. And Tim, can I say on a reconnaissance mission, you should know if that location no longer has stickers on fries. Well, for- but see, it does, though, because I know it does. Because I went today and they had them. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first thing. In fact, I didn't even move my car forward. I got the bag. I stayed where at the window and checked out the fries. And when I saw the stickers, I moved forward. I'm. Paul has a question. How many times have you been to McDonald's since we last spoke? Since we since like last <laughs> week's show. That's the last week's show. Be yeah. honest. Okay. We last spoke last Tuesday evening. Wednesday, twice, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Seven times? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like that you've really leaned into it after you said you're going to abstain for the entire competition. Oh, okay, but judging. they're not all, but not all trips have made, been made equal, right? Not all trips are equal. Like, literally, some trips have been to get a hash brown and a coffee. See, the hash brown is the... Is a plus EV move, but also you got to think the best ones aren't going to be there because they know, too, it's such a plus EV move because it's the cheapest item by far. It's but the, anyway. Uh, price per pull, it's the cheapest price per pull. Oh, no question about it. There's no question, no question about it. Yeah. So not all trips are made equal. Some are just like to get a coffee and a hash brown or just two coffees. Other trips are to get the full meal deal. Like, it depends on the trip. But you asked me how many times, and I consider that yesterday all one trip. So, uh, <laughs> despite being so, in, anyway. despite being in the in the drive through line three separate times. Yes, that's still only one trip, though. You know what I mean? Um, but and there's how, two receipts. Going? I've gotten some freebies already. Which I don't but you hate care those. For, which like I don't I, care for. For me, those are wins. Like a free uh, cheeseburger, uh, that's yeah, a win. I got one of those. I'm giving those away. I don't want those. Why uh, why, I, why are you giving those away? Couldn't you parlay those into more Snickers? No. You, no. Those don't have the they're Again, they're strategic. Only premium and, product, Pat, yeah, has the stickers. That's they, why no, we're saying the hash brown actually could represent some value. Oh, it does. It's 99 cents. It's by far the best pull, uh, pull price, uh, dollar point. Uh, no, you can't win items that you can then win more stickers on. This is not like roll up the rim where you could like do it forever. No, it's uh, anyway. It's a grind but out I, there. Not, How would it, it... It's a grind, but I'm not going overboard. No, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not doing no. multiple. I'm not, I think I only did one or two two a days. I, I haven't been going crazy. Uh, like I won't go again today, probably. Yeah, but like, going crazy, went... like you probably get. You're going crazy, like two a day. What does that mean? Like a twelve sticker day? No, <laughs> actually, I suppose yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes a two a day could be a twelve sticker day, but like yesterday, or well, yesterday was six. Today was six. Like I didn't eat it all either. Like, I'm not a. I'm not an this animal. Is so weird. The prizes aren't good enough for you to not eat. Like I'm or, getting a large at least, prize. Like enjoy I'm not eating the product. The whole- I'm not eating all the fries. I can't eat all that. So you're just so, so you're basically like, you're basically just that Simpsons episode with the guy <laughs> taking the gallon of milk and just pouring it in the in the trash can. No, it's just that like 
And it's why I've been saying for forever they should put these stickers on the healthy products because I'd buy them if they had stickers. Put them on the snack wraps. Put them on like the McCrispy wraps. Put them on the salad. You th- you, the you, milkshakes. You think that like, you, think you that, argued the on. milkshakes were healthy? You think that something <laughs> called a McCrispy is healthy? No, the McCrispy wrap. You can get it grilled. So then it's no longer crispy now, is it? Yeah, I, I know it's not. But like the the, the wraps, like the, the the McCaesar wraps or whatever, you, like you can get a grilled chicken. So Tim, if you come up just short, it'll probably be those first that first day that don't, cost don't, you. Don't even, don't even, don't even. I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it. But nobody won any of the big ones in the first day because I was watching. Okay, and so like anyway. Uh, but I'm not going oh overboard. I'm not going. What? How many calories do you think a Caesar McWrap with grilled chicken is? Uh, three hundred. Four hundred and fifty calories. Okay, so uh, not too far off. Yeah, and there's no yeah, way that a person has yeah, twenty-two there, to twenty-three hundred sh- calories. Sure, but, to play with. but you would never go to McDonald's and get one of those. Yeah, I would. No, you wouldn't. You, you don't know what you, I would do. Who are you lying to yourself? Anyway, my point is they should put it on the healthy stuff and encourage people to get more healthy stuff. But maybe they should just start serving more healthy stuff. Or you should be able to buy stickers and donate the food to a food bank. There's a food bank sitting on the ground outside of every McDonald's. Not where I am. Yeah, Not in suburbia. Tim Tim calls that free beans as he walks into McDonald's. (laughs) Oh, it's a good deal here on these canned beans. Free. Free for Tim. You would take those, wouldn't you, Tim? No, I would not. You'd call them quite a deal. And I have so much leftover food, too, from from Thanksgiving. But you might as well throw it out with the rest of the food. I just can't even. uh... Anyway. Well, you won last week in terms of the picks. Not me. I was 3-13 and against the spread, thus making it eight years of this show, my worst week of all time. So hopefully I can rebound. Jeff was 5-11. and 11. Tim, you were 8-8. Eight and eight. That was good to win. The coin was 7-9. and nine. Tim pulls into the lead for the year, 41-38, and 38, three games above 500. That is puts me in last. You're up by six games on me. I lost my super lock. You, so did Jeff. Tim won his. So Tim and I are both 4-1 and one with the super lock. Jeff is now 3-2, and two, and you both took Buffalo in Survivor. That won. Green Bay screwed you over in your free money teaser, Tim. And you dropped to one and four for the season. Let's get into the Thursday night game. A fun one on Thursday night. Commandos at the Bears. The Bears are favored by one point. The over-under is 37 and a half. Uh, turns out that Carson Wentz, uh, he came out to clarify what uh, Ian Rappaport had reported after Ron Rivera threw him under the bus that, you know, he's dealing with a shoulder injury. He said he's not really dealing with a shoulder injury uh, and that he'll be okay. It was just some regular wear and tear from the game. Does anyone in, does, is, does anyone out there excited for this game be like, man, Thursday night football, gotta watch Washington at Chicago, Jeff? You know, Roger Goodell, and by no means like anybody, anyone who runs the league, and I thought like such low-hanging fruit making fun of like Amazon buying the game as everyone's watching it. Um, but there are a lot there's a lot of discourse like in the world at the moment. But it does really? feel like everybody is united, at least in America, around watching Thursday night football. Like everyone still watches a bad game. 
it's it doesn't really matter. The games are evergreen. It's almost like a litmus test for the league at this point. Uh, all that being said, Washington is the best unit. Uh, Washington's front four is the best unit in the game. Uh, the players on that unit are probably the best players in the game. Game sucks. I'll take the commandos. I too am going to take the commandos here. I think you said it well. The one thing that Washington's defense does really well is actually stop the run. Top 10 of the NFL right now at doing that. If the Bears could pass all over them, the Bears probably win this game. And maybe it's the Justin Fields breakout we need to see. But if they're going to do their normal thing where they want to run 90% of the time, it's going to be really tough against Washington. So you kind of have to hope Wentz can throw two picks and pray that they're not to the other team. They're to at least one of his own teammates. And all of a sudden they can cover the spread. What do you think, Tim? Oh, well, I don't want to watch this game. I don't. really don't. Don't. I'll watch, I'll watch the baseball playoffs. At least there's something else for me to watch, right? But how, but uh, during the commercial breaks, they play your theme music on Amazon. Uh, thank you. Thank you, everybody. I, I don't know that. <laughs> so I'm glad you let me know that in case you thought that for some reason I missed that. I appreciate uh, what, what do you call them, Jeff? The people on Twitter who try to let you know all these, inf- let you know information you already know. Oh, the carrier uh, pigeons? Yeah, carrier pigeons. Yeah. Thank you to all the, the carrier pigeons about the music. I'm aware my ears work. I, I tend to watch the NLDS and ALDS, not very much of this game at all. Uh, but I will take the points with the commanders, and I hate the game. Well, the coin is also in agreement of taking the commandos. You did mention your baseball picks, though. Tim, I believe Paul has rigged something up uh, for you for your baseball picks. There they are. Hot start to the playoffs. So I didn't mention my picks. I just mentioned, yeah, obviously I had really bad, really bad predictions. (laughs) I didn't know that Toronto's manager is so incompetent that he would turn around Santana to battle on a stronger side. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. So on that note, because I got a lot of messages after the Jays lost, like people wondering if I'm going to Cleveland, if I was in Cleveland. Here's the truth of it. Like, I was ready to go to Cleveland. Like, even the plan with my wife was like, I can go to Cleveland. Like, I didn't want the Jays to lose. But the Jays lose today. Like, yeah, I can go to Cleveland. And if they were losing early, I'd have started packing a bag in the fourth inning and maybe even been willing to listen to the end of the game on the road. But then they get up and they have that lead and they lose how they lost. Like, I'm just like numb like a corpse. And my wife even looks at me, who's been so supportive of the whole trip. She's like, I will not let you drive to Cleveland. Like, like I was in no <laughs> position to operate heavy machinery after that eight to one guys running into each other. Bad pitching. Like, just a just a disaster. I was numb. So. For anyone wondering, I wasn't in Cleveland. And for people wondering, my support now is exclusively behind the Yankees. I want the Yankees to oh, win the World Series. I this is you're good. No, because I want Judge to. I want Judge to win. I, the Yankees haven't won it in like 13 years. The Yankees had a great season, and they haven't won in forever. And I like Judge, and so I think it would be fun for you know New York sports are you know burgeoning. You got the Giants are good, the Jets are good, the Yankees are good. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Yankees. Uh, the Mets are gone now. Let's go, Yankees. I don't know who you're sucking up to, but nobody. Okay. I'm just expressing my opinion. Yeah. I want like a, a Yankees, and I don't know. In the National League, somebody fun would be, uh, hmm, Dodgers. Yankees, Dodgers. That'd be a fun World Series. People, if people would watch that, people will never watch the World Series. Yankees, oh, right. Dodgers, and uh, Yankees win in six. Paul, you had a question. 
No, I think I, I think he's doing it just to piss off the largest fan base in all of baseball. Like Yankees. Well, he's he's already he's already, he's already crippled poor Mets fans for like five consecutive years. For sure, <laughs> it was especially bad this year. It was a tough. No, scene. it'd be fun at the. I think it'd be fun at the Yankees one. Okay, sure. let's go to the Sunday slate. Sunday slate of games: Bucks at Steelers. The Steelers are eight and a half point home dogs. Forty three and a half is the over under. Uh, what could they make this line that you would want to bet on the Steelers, Jeff? Maybe eight and a half is the number, but I feel like I need more. Yeah, I really have no idea. I mean, to Tim's point on Sunday night, the Steelers were competitive for like four minutes. Um, <laughs> as you, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't really know that there. It's either the Bucks or no bet. Like I'm not going to want to bet the game. And trying to guess if Penny, if Kenny Pickett's going to play well, or if the Steelers are going to rally, um, some really awkward stuff in Steeler land, like Hayward apparently retweeting a tweet that was really um, not complimentary of of Mike Tomlin. He retweeted a tweet that pretty much referenced Tomlin had lost the team and that veterans don't respect him, and you know he's maybe the most senior member on the team. Any other, any other receivers do that this week? Listen, that's a whole other thing, and we can get there too. We will. Um, and but that the see, that's very different. That's a receiver at home wanting to be in the fire, not in the fire, not in the moment. That's very different than a player like after the game at home retweeting something, right? Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're in their own way controversial. I will not deny that. And they could have. Um, it, it could mean bigger problems, both of them. It's what they could speak to, that they would even either write the tweet or retweet the tweet. Um, but one, in some ways, is more, I don't know. That's all. Uh, they're I, different. I they're very, they're different. Well, I guess both involving um, Twitter. Again, a long way of saying the Bucks. their schedule's lighting up. Their offense seems getting seems like it's getting healthier strange game versus atlanta last week where it seemed like they kind of took their foot off the pedal there and, and atlanta got a backdoor it there's way too many words to say bucks or nothing so bucks yeah i'm gonna take Sorry. the i'm gonna take the bucks as well like if you want to get to tampa the best way to do it is i mean the falcons really shouldn't have been in that game but all of a sudden they just popped up there they were they kind of stuck around on the defensive side of the ball and they just kept running like you can run at least from what I can tell on the Bucks, but the problem for the Steelers is they can't run the ball whatsoever. Their offensive line is just too horrible. Harris, I guess, is still dealing with this foot injury that he doesn't seem like he's anywhere near 100%. So if they could actually try to run the ball like 60% of the time, slow this game down, it would be one thing. I just don't think that they can do it. So give me the Bucks minus 8.5, Tim. It's too many points for this Tampa team the way they're playing. Eight and a half is a fair number. I'll take Pittsburgh. I don't know. It's not like a game to put on a teaser or parlay or anything. I just don't think Tampa has played well enough to deserve laying this many points on the road right now. I don't see it. I think it's too many. That Tampa number got really big last week, right? I think when we did Mm. the show, it might have been seven, seven and a half. By the time, you know, game time, it it had crossed 10, like even almost seeing some 10 and a halfs that were even taking it out of play, you know, for comfortable seven point teasers to that three. Um, 
And yeah, I don't know. The coach missed some personal time last week. The quarterback's going through some personal time. I guess yeah. no result was, well, would I, surprise me if if Pittsburgh kept it close, but I can't bet on Pittsburgh. Like it's a completely no chance of of giving Pittsburgh my money right well, now. Well, I saw a photo over the weekend with Tom Brady leaving his house, and Antonio Brown was sitting in his recliner. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> that is some. When you consider that Brady actually opened his home to Antonio Brown, that is some real messed up stuff. Like. Brown's got his targets. I'm really confused as to why Brady is one of them. Brady genuinely tried to help the guy, invited him into his home where his then wife and children were, I presume. So that's some real AB's disturbed, but that's a disturbing target, I would say. What do we got next? Oh, Jets at Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by seven in the game. 45 and a half is the over-under. And this does lead us into a new character Cust is portraying. It's Vic Tim. Because, you know, the Packers got to play early on Sunday, Jeff. So they're more well-rested for this game, according to Vic Tim. What I said was, and what is indisputable... (laughs) is that the Packers finished playing football at least three and a half hours before the Jets finished playing football. It's the third week in a row that the Jets have finished their games well before the other, well after the other team finished theirs. That's just, just a statement of fact. I took exception with you making this statement. And then it was, it was bought, it was brought back to you uh, in many ways is not being a fair statement and you continue to fight it in the fact that the Packers didn't get home before Jets players did on Sunday. Well, the Jets, the Jets played home. that game, showered, left the stadium, did some New York traffic, and were still home before Packers players got home. Okay, I think that's probably true, but that's not the same thing as the physical grinding of playing NFL games that we usually think about when it comes to that kind of stuff. Okay, fine. It's certainly not the mini buy gap that they had the previous two weeks. I, I would agree with that. Uh, it's interesting to see this line to seven open to seven and a half. So for it to go to the key number, these are must be people coming in on New York. Seems reasonable. Does seem like a lot of points. Uh, as I mentioned on Sunday, like this is what we call a travel agent game. Because uh, if the Jets win this game, then you need to start thinking about contacting travel agents for January and February, because the Jets are becoming a very special team at that point. It's a big game in Green Bay against a team that's favored by a touchdown with Aaron Rodgers, like a place the Jets have struggled recently to play football. Anytime we've been to Green Bay in the last couple of years, it's been last few years, it's been a struggle. So I really, really, really am looking forward to this game. I expect Green Bay to come out with their hair on fire. That loss to the Giants, much like the way. Tennessee losing to the Bills was a slap across their face to sort of straighten up and fly right. Kind of think that loss to the Giants it could do the same thing for Green Bay, that that could be a snap back to reality for them. They go, well, what are we doing here? We, we're, we're not playing to our potential. And they come out uh, with their hair on fire and, and destroy the Jets. I could totally see that happening. Uh, this, is gonna be a, this is a very interesting game. Because either Green Bay's got it, and if they're a good team and they've got it, they should crush New York. But if they struggle again, if they let the Jets hang around. And I mean, if it's, if it's even within 10 going to the fourth, the best fourth quarter team in football is going to win this game. And that's the Jets. So 
It's a very interesting spot. We're going to take the Jets, uh, and we are going to tease them up to 14. They're the first part. No, no, they're not. I took them off the tease. Scratch that. It's not a tease this week. It's a money line parlay, and they're not on it. How come they're not on really it? Look- it sounds like you're... You're no, saying no, no, everything except you. for Jets are going to win because they're so no, good. You can say it. the Packers, I think I just spent a few minutes saying that if the Packers really are a good team, they're going to come into this game and they're going to wax New York. And that, that option is totally on the table. So uh, I like the Jets here. We're going to take the plus seven. But I can totally see how this game gets sideways. But, uh, you know, I think there may be some question as to who the best quarterback in this game is by the end of the game. Jeff? Tim, anytime a team Tim doesn't like does what the Jets have done, which is, you know, beat the backup, the third string quarterback coming in on the first play of the game, beating a guy like Trubisky, coming back versus the Browns, he would throw such cold water on it, you wouldn't even be able to get two steps up the ladder. But it's the Jets. (laughs) So we got to love it. And I love that performance uh, last week. By the time Sunday came around, I was very much on the Jets. But this game to me kind of feels like that week three game Jets versus Bengals. Like the Bengals and Tim kind of laid it out. Like we're sort of going to find out in some ways um, in a really good team. That was a final four team last year. Bengals, a Super Bowl team. They need to get off the mat and they just whipped the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lean the Packers in the same way I lean the Bengals. The Bengals were actually my super lock that week. Um, I don't have that sort of confidence here to go with the Packers in that regard, but I will be taking the uh, the Packers. I'll be laying that point, those points. I did not see the game Sunday morning. It seemed disgusting. It seemed disgusting the way everyone was was talking about it. I saw the goal line stand at the very end. Um but other than that, I saw nothing. And yeah, I think the Packers are going to whoop them. I'm going to take the Packers as well. Uh, Paul had a question for you, though, Tim. He, he gave this to me before the show started. He said he went to Costco and they had, what was it, 32 cans, Paul? Yes. 30, yeah, it's 32 packs. A 32 pack yeah. of Diet Pepsi for ten ninety nine. And the equivalent Diet Coke was fourteen ninety nine. He wanted to know, like, what is the breaking point of where you would just start buying the Pepsi because it's like you know that much cheaper and you're cheap. So it would have. Well, first, I am not cheap. Secondly, it would have to be some sort of nuclear circumstance where it's nothing is available, none. I would pay triple, quadruple before I bought Pepsi. I, I, you know, would I go buy Big Eight Diet Cola? Before I bought, uh, uh, yes, I would. That's disgusting. Big Eight is disgusting. So oh, I kind of like Big Eight. Sorry, I'm eating candy corn here. Uh, I like. <laughs> Why the fuck are you sorry. eating during the show? I shouldn't be. I'm sorry. What's I didn't think you were gonna come right back. I didn't think you were gonna come. I didn't think you were gonna come right back to me. What Halloween uh, candy are you eating there, buddy? I'm eating a little bit of candy corn. Oh my god. <laughs> I got some. Brought, someone brought me over some candy corn yesterday for Thanksgiving. It's a weird like, thing to much... eat mid podcast. Like it's on my table. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the. It wouldn't matter to me with the price difference. When it comes to something like Diet Coke, like you know, there are places in life to save and places in life not to save. I'm not saving there. 
Jeff, it also was revealed to me that it's not only at my house where Tim just leaves his shit around. He's doing it at other people's houses, too. Forget to pick, I forget to take a Tim Horton's coffee cup with me. Like, okay, and, sure. And, and, you were t- and listen, this isn't America, pal. You can't just wear your shoes in everyone's house. Your dirty-ass shoes. Well, um, if you're in someone's basement, I'm never sure when I should take them off. You take them off. What what place have you ever been to, in Canada at least, where you don't take your fucking shoes off before you come in? <laughs> well, I don't know. Nowhere <laughs> is the answer. You're just fucking lazy leaving your shit right. around, keeping yeah. your shoes on. Unless, All right. Yeah, unless the host says, like, leave your shoes on. Yeah, did that entering. happen? It does happen sometimes. Did it happen this time? No, it is true. You only leave them on if you're specifically told, like, you know what? You should leave those on. Like, I've got a puppy, so I tell people right now to leave their shoes on, because... Yeah. Yeah. But you can't pick up your stuff over there, either? I have a lot of shortcomings, and I apologize for all of them. You don't need to apologize for it. I don't want you want me to say. I I, I, I don't not, not defending myself. Every, I can't defend myself. Well, you, you were defending yourself earlier. You say, "Well, I'm getting better." Well, you're not getting any fucking well, better. You're that's doing not it everywhere. Defending myself. That's not defending myself. That's explaining the fact that it is getting better, and that I am showing growth and progress. You're not showing growth. You're almost fucking forty and don't know how to throw anything in the fucking garbage. I know. Well, this week I will put everything in the garbage. Everything. Can I hold you to that? Is there a yes. pu- is there a punishment if you don't? Yeah, I'll do a Crystal Pe- Pepsi shoey on the live show if I don't. No, you've already done that. I mean, you love Crystal Pepsi, don't you? Yeah, that's you're really begging easy. to have another one. Oh, you could name the thing. I don't care. Oh, Jeff, what do you think? Maybe the audience can chime in on this one. What what should be a a punishment on the live show on Sunday if Tim doesn't pick up his shit inside? Because I will pick it up. Paul, you said that last week and the week before, and you didn't fucking do it. I think he should shoey uh, a 40 of malt liquor. A 40 of malt liquor? Yeah. <laughs> That's, I don't know that I can do like, that. That would make for good good content. Well, just like when Tim good thought, SEO. Well, at one point, Tim thought that uh, he was going to do Edward 40 hands on our golf trip, and he thought that doing Edward 40 hands meant like two bottles of rum 40s attached to his hand. Yeah, I thought Not it was malt two liquor. hard liquor 40s. And he thought he could do it. Tim should probably just have to drink, like, uh, just not get to keep the stickers off, a, like, a Duke's cup. Like, that no, would be you torture can't do that. enough. you can't do that to yeah, me. You yeah, can't do that to that, me. That, that, maybe that should be the punishment. We have to go get you McDonald's. Like, you have to drink out of the cup. You have to use the cup, but you are not allowed to take the stickers or even reveal the stickers. No, that's cruel. That's too cruel. You know what's cruel? <laughs> not picking up your shit at my house. Or other people's houses. What do your parents say better. when you go back to their place and leave shit all over their house? They just be like, oh, I'm, that's Tim. I think I'm getting better. You're not. Not getting better. As it was just brought up that you did it again. I didn't mean to. That, that doesn't fucking matter. Well, actually, it does. Intentionality is actually important. No, it's not. Like, as Jeff described last week, like, for, I mean, I have kids that are two and three. Jeff's are six and three. Like, they're not trying to do it. You have to teach them to be better. You're a grown fucking man. And I'm not allowed to make mistakes. Every single mistake, every single fucking week. Well, it everywhere you again. go, no, you you that you've now you've now said that every week of the year, and you're still doing it. Like, 
is it wrong to sometimes leave your tray at McDonald's at your seat? Yes. Okay. Do I? Do you do that too? I've done that. Do you not return your shopping cart? I well. <laughs> 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 sometimes i'll just leave it in the store like in the entryway okay well that's, not, that, that, that's that's actually not bad because that's where yeah, that's, that's where actually a decent trade-off that someone I, can just get that in a moment yeah, yeah. if i like, take it out to the parking lot it goes into the corral okay good good yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it goes into the crowd you don't want that rolling around hit somebody's car my goodness well it doesn't seem believe it, 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 it it also it seems like you don't like, give a shit so <laughs> oh no i do and i wouldn't you know, do one to others as you'd have do one to them so you want me to come over to your place and trash your house and leave all my shit around? Okay, okay, hold on. I do not trash your house. This is not, I'm not Keith Moon from The Who blowing up the walls uh, in your house. Like, that is not happening. Well, that's I you, leave a cup behind. Uh, you, no, that's not true. You have left a cup behind every single week and a bunch of cans. And until last week, you left your food everywhere, too. So I'm getting trying to get better. Why don't you just do it all? I'm going to try. No, you I don't. I, I, at me. I don't want you to. This is why I'm trying to beat out of you. I don't want you to fucking try. I want you to fucking do it. Okay. I said I would. No, you said you would try. You didn't say that you would. I will. Thank you. That's what I'm looking for here. There's no trying. There's doing. Next game. Baltimore at the Giants. The Giants, five-point dogs at home. The very fraudulent Giants. Many people are saying, Jeff... But do you believe that they're a fraud? Because Dayball's got them coached up. They're winning games. I don't know what to make of this team anymore. I, like you, don't know what to make of this game. The Giants are good enough to the point where, like, if last year the Packers lost the game, like the same game to the Giants, the conversation would have been 100% about what the Packers did wrong. Like, it would have given no praise to the Giants, even if they won. Now it's like, okay, yes, the Packers lost, but we have to acknowledge that something happened on the other side, um, you know, that that is very successful at the moment. And I have to admit, in almost, in having no real, th in no real clue what to make of the NFC East coming into the year, I actually think, just to sort of think that this will guarantee at least I stay above water in our over-under contests. I think I picked the whole division blindly under. Um, and there's three teams with four wins right now. Or more. I, that, that's going to come back to haunt me. Uh, I don't know what to make of the Giants. Baltimore really disappointed me in the fact that they were my super lock last week and won that game by two points. And kind of felt like they gave it to Baltimore in some respects. Uh, at least the, gave the cover, I mean, to the Bengals. Um, I don't know. It's weird. that That's such a big win. I don't love this game. I'm going to pick Baltimore. But I'm all about seeing the Giants be good and fun. Uh, I like Dable. That seems awesome. I'm sure I'll love that, you know, and... A year or two, Staley's no longer the coach, and the Giants are, you know, double-digit wins because it does feel like that came down to a decision. Well, I will say, like, offensive statistics aren't the issue for the Chargers, and I am very pro-Dable, and, and I'm able to enjoy the success the Giants and their fans are are uh, having. Um, yeah, but I, I'm going to lay these points with Baltimore. You're going to take Baltimore. Tim, are you going to side with Baltimore? Because there's Baltimore has not been great stopping the run, and that's 
essentially all the Giants can do and do it to great effect. That's all very well said. But I don't think the Giants can stop what the Ravens are going to put together on the other side of the ball either. I think Lamar is going to have a massive day. Baltimore is the first part of a four-team money line parlay for free money. Uh, I really like Baltimore in this spot. I think the Giants uh, the Giants are overachieving. Now, Dable is doing a fantastic job. He's the, doing the best coaching job of anybody in the league, considering how little he has to play with and what he's producing. Uh, but Daniel Jones is not good. And any team, I mean, Harbaugh is one of the best coaches. He knows there is only one card that the Giants can play over and over again, and they're going to take it away. So this game is going to come down to can Daniel Jones beat you? Because Barkley will not be allowed to beat you. And I don't think that he can. I don't think that he's capable of it, and I don't think the Giants have the weapons to do it. So I think the Ravens win this by 7 to 10 points. My gut says the exact same thing as where you guys are going, but the the Giants actually came through for me as one of the three games that I got correct last week. So I'm just going to side with the Giants, just inexplicably siding with the Giants until they absolutely get demolished by like 400 points. But I'm going to stick with them here. They could probably they can somehow win this game outright, which is just really I don't know how it's going to happen. It'll be like Barkley, 170 rushing yards. Maybe he'll throw for two touchdowns as well. Not quite sure how it's going to happen, but we're going to look up in the fourth quarter, and this is just all of a sudden going to be a game. At least that's how I see it. The coin actually sides with me on this one as well. Niners at Atlanta. Atlanta, still the last undefeated team against the spread. This is down to five and a half now. It's 43 and a half is the over-under. Weirdly, I like the Falcons again, five and a half at home here. Like the Niners have the best run defense in the league, but Atlanta's rushing attack is like top five in football. And we've seen them against teams that are very good at stopping the run. And it hasn't slowed down in Atlanta's running game. And any time that you can get two teams that want to run the ball as much as these two, the points just become more valuable on the plus side with the shortened game. You expect it to be lower scoring that uh, I think that Atlanta can cover the five and a half at home here, Tim. I agree. I'm taking San Francisco because uh, I don't like – I like them a lot more on Sunday night than I like them now. Mostly being done for the year, that that's tough. Bosa, having Bosa syndrome, isn't, isn't playing. That's awful too. Like the Niners are not at, at the 100% help they were two weeks ago when their defense looked unbeatable. But they're still a force. And I don't think Atlanta can match up against what San Francisco can bring to bear on them. Uh, and plus, the Falcons are getting to the point now that they've covered five straight weeks, and it's, it's becoming stranger and stranger. And I just, I don't know. I, just, I like this Atlanta team too, which is why it annoys me. Like, I think they're an interesting team. They're fun. Arthur Smith is also doing a fantastic coaching job, uh, and I've been very impressed by that. But no Corderell Patterson, who's a, a player I think they would need to have to beat San Francisco. And I don't know. I just think Mariota's going to get Mariota's going to get crushed. That's how I see this being done. He's going to get crushed by the 49ers. Uh, now, could they cover? Yes, because this game could be like ten nothing San Francisco, uh, and or sorry, like ten seven San Francisco. And so the Falcons could cover. That that's totally on the cards. But uh, I'm going to play the 49ers because I still continue to believe that unless they're playing a super elite team, uh, they're just going to grind you into dust. And Atlanta's not one of those teams. That's you now, Jeff. 
Uh, last week felt like it could be the the a look ahead spot for the 49ers off of that Monday night win. It certainly wasn't. They just demolished the Panthers. So no bet, but I I wish I had the balls to say I'd actually want to bet Atlanta because part of me thinks that it does. The 49ers are now like got a another whack-a-mole of injuries all over the place. Uh it's almost to the point you're starting to feel um you know, have some level of sympathy for them because there certainly feel, feels like there's a real big opportunity for them in that division, in the NFC as a whole. Uh, but I don't know that I can get there. It's a cross-country game again. They play the Chiefs next week, which uh, Tim loves to reference Super Bowl rematches. Mm-hmm. That could be a look. I mean, I, I even without the Super Bowl rematch, feel like you got Mahomes on your schedule next. That sort of feels like uh, the big spot. And I think Pat alluded to this with Atlanta. Yeah, it's great. Like, you know, they're going to fight for you to get that back door. Uh, I'll take Atlanta here. I wish I was getting a bigger number, but I I think they might. I'm so desperate to think the 49ers could have a letdown spot here to think Atlanta could actually win this game. But that actually feels crazy. And I don't even know if I have the courage or balls myself to make that bet. I don't know if I'd go for the outright win. I can see it happening with some crazy shit happens like every single week. But the five and a half seems artificially low. That's probably a product of you know, them being five and zero oh against the spread, or the book's just kind of taking a stand on it. Because I think you release this line as it is right now to like the casual betting public. They're like five and a half for the Niners. Atlanta sucks. Like they're not random dude who bets. You know, puts his parlays together every single week, and that's. Uh, I was reading today, like, all of the new bettors coming into the ecosystem with the legalized gambling now uh, available in either, you know, provinces or all the new states that most of the new bettors, unsurprisingly, Jeff, are just betting parlays. That they'll just see, oh, free money Niners. (laughs) Nothing like putting those games on a parlay, seeing that number get juiced up. One more game, double that up. Even the commercials here, Pat, they're kind of so embarrassing. They... They love selling you on the multi-game parlays, which, hey, listen, I like betting first touchdown. And that's probably the biggest sucker bet in football. But I'm doing it just for fun. And, you know, it is what it is. And I know, like, it's not a plus EV situation. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. The parlays are, yeah, they're crazy. They'll get you. They'll get you. They'll ruin a good Sunday quickly, I guess. Um, I don't even remember where we were. Atlanta, good uh, better at football than we thought. Patriots at Browns. The Browns are favored by three at home against, I guessing it's Bailey Zappi again. We'll see if Mac Jones can hobble his way back onto the field this week. 42 and a half is the over under. His teams are really strange. Uh, obviously both amazing rushing attacks. Uh, the number one rushing offense in football is the Cleveland Browns, as Jeff got uh, firsthand to last week. Very good at running the ball. But here's the sneaky thing, Jeff, about the Cleveland Browns. Their defense is horrible. They have a bottom three defense in the NFL. And that's why with, with Garrett in, with Garrett out, you can score a ton of points on the Browns. So no Damian Harris on the other side of the ball. They're going to be running a ton as well. I think I'm just going to side with the points here and take New England. Like, they're the same team. <laughs> yeah, and wh- how many points are we getting on DraftKings again? Three. Yeah, you just got to take it. Look at every single Brown game this year. I mean, that gives you the outright win out. That gives you the push. That gives you the hit on the one or the two. I mean, the Browns are just allergic to close games. 
Um, and it happened again for them for them last week. Uh, and the Patriots and Bill Belichick, like, yes, I guess the Chargers were able to hit bigger chunk plays, but Bill Belichick will just take his three point, like six yards of play every time and add him up. It's first down, first down, first down. Look at what Atlanta did to end the game versus them a couple weeks ago. They kept the ball, ran like 16 plays, seven, eight minute drive. Um, I would be able, I think the Patriots will be able to do the exact same thing against them. Uh, I'm going to take these points. This is a game I might actually bet. Stefanski's stupid, by the way. Oh, he's stupid. That, stupid I watched yet? a game where both coaches, both coaches could have been fired, the winner and the loser. Stefanski is 33% against the spread when the Browns are a favorite so far in his coaching tenure. But, Tim, did you know that the Browns are the number one rushing offense in football and the number 10 passing offense in football? Their offense has been really good with Jacoby Brissett. I, I believe that. I mean, they are scoring a ton of points in game. So that kind of does uh, – that, that tracks. Uh, but you don't need to convince me to take the Patriots. I think the Patriots are still a, a semi-dangerous team. Uh, I'm, I love them here in this spot. Yeah, bring them aboard. I'm, I'm, I'm aboard with you with Pat Patriot. Uh, this could be a super lock for me. As it's I can been understand it. Through. I can understand it. Next game is very confusing to me, and I don't know which side I want to take because everything is telling me to take the Bengals minus two over the Saints in the spot. 43 and a half is the over-under. Is it just the year from – I think we kind of saw this coming. From the Bengals, you know, the Super Bowl loser, you know, it, are things not going to go where everything broke their way the second half of last season? Everything seems to be breaking against them this time around that they are kind of the team that they probably should have been a year ago if you don't get every single break going your way. Or are they just wildly underachieving and they should like beat the crap out of the Saints? I I don't believe in the Saints like the Saints could have lost last week. They definitely should not have covered that five and a half. I'm very still very upset about that. Jeff, did you watch that game? Because I talked to Tim about this on Sunday when Seattle randomly went for two for no reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, that was on a game. We had no volume on it. Um, we had it on. It was maybe the most entertaining game, but it wasn't on the big screen. So I had no volume on the game. And like you guys on Sunday night, you're just like, maybe the kickers hurt because that happened with Prater a couple weeks ago where that was a confusing two-point conversion and you find out the kickers hurt. It made zero sense. And I feel bad that you, at least in that moment, probably lost a bet or a cover on on that strange decision. Yeah, because it, it forced New Orleans to go for two later on after Seattle had scored a touchdown and then they got it. They don't get it. They cover, or they never have to do it. They don't cover because it's just one and one anyway. It really pissed me off. Does anyone believe in either of these teams, Tim? I mean, probably not. The Bengals are underachieving. There's no other way to put it. They are a better team than Baltimore. They should have won that game. They're a better talented team top to bottom. They did not win it. They're a more talented team than Dallas. They didn't win that game. Far more talented than Pittsburgh. Didn't win that game. All their own making. They did it to themselves in all three games. They should have won all those games. They didn't win any of them. Uh, they are underachieving. They don't seem like they're playing offensively. They seem to be poorly coached. Burrow holds on to the ball way too long. He's not making good decisions. Um, the Bengals are a disappointment uh, thus far. This is a great spot for them, though. Indoors, in a fast track. Uh, the Saints have real problems defensively. Clearly, they're not this elite defense we thought they were. Uh, if the Bengals can't get on track here and score a ton of points and win this game, hey, where, where's it coming from? Like, this is a great spot. 
Um, I love the Bengals here. We're going to lay the two points and we'll take the Bengals because I still like them. Uh, despite their underachieving, I, I, I still think they can turn it around. I still think they can be special. But very, you should be very disappointed in them uh, if you're a fan of football because they're not producing for us what we should be getting from them. Do you still believe in New Orleans, Jeff? Because you bet them to make the playoffs, didn't you? Yeah. And honestly, that bet kind of feels dead. And to be honest... Uh, that was one that I kind of backed off on as the season got closer in the sense that I bought into some of the noise around Brady. What a big deal it would be for him to be missing that time in camp. How awkward that was for a guy whose like whole life is all in. Uh, and he's so all into the point that, you know, it's cost him his family at the moment. Like, you know, guy respects the game. He's addicted to the game. I'm a, I think he's the man. Uh, but it took like one or two moments or like Brady press conferences, like from when he came back, just be like, oh shit, he's going to be fine. And the Bucks schedule is so easy right now. And um, it looks like they're going to go on a run. And the Saints had to win that coin flip game versus the Bucks early. Long-winded way is saying, yeah, that bet the Saints feels like that dream is dead. They better be able to get off Burrow in this one or, or it'll feel strange. Uh, Jamar Chase going back to Louisiana. He'll probably have something fun, but I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Saints. Higgins on a pitch count feels like they can't do what they need to do or want to do, and uh, I like to think that Saints front line is gonna, after getting embarrassed last week, you're gonna be hungry, and much like the Bengals can't get the breaks, it kind of you know them and the Raiders. They won all those one score close games last year, ain't winning a single one right now. New Orleans for the first three weeks of the season was inside the bottom three in adjusted sack rate for their defensive line. They were not getting to the passer. They've now climbed all the way up to 15th in the NFL. So they're just generating more pressure, more pressure, more pressure as the weeks go by. And that's going to be bad news for Joe Burrow, at least from what we've seen so far, if he continues to hold on to the ball. And I'm with you. When Higgins isn't out there, they look like a completely different team. Like, Hayden Hurst all of a sudden becomes your receiver too. Teams can just throw everything they have into stopping Jamar Chase, which has been, I don't want to say easy this season, but he definitely has not been the player that everyone expected him to be in year two. So I'm going to go with you. I I don't love it. It's not going to be my super lock, but I'll pick the New Orleans Saints plus two. So that puts us both on the Saints, Tim and the coin, both on the Bengals. Minnesota at Miami. I guess we're getting Skylar Thompson in this game. Maybe we get Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe he can clear concussion protocol, but Tua isn't on the field despite the fact that they say that he's passed concussion protocol. I don't know what's going on there. It's a part of their He's not playing for a long time. Do you know that, or is that just what you're saying? I would be surprised, and I mean this, I would be surprised if he plays again this season. I'm not uh, saying, like, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. Them? But I just don't think the league's going to – I just don't think the Dolphins are putting them back out there for a very long time. Two concussions in five days. Just not happening. Just not happening. Sorry. That's what I believe. I could be wrong. I'd be proved wrong. Maybe he plays in two weeks' time. I think it could be – I think it's going to be several weeks, and I would but, not be surprised if we don't see him at all this year. Wasn't there some underlying, like, buzz that he might have been good to go this week and they kind of just shot that down immediately yes. on Monday? Yeah. What does that tell you? I just mean that that like maybe next week there'll be a little more underlying buzz. And by the time we're in November, he's playing. I, I don't I'm not here to I don't know anything like you're just guessing that he's not going to play. Oh, well, look, I mean, we're always we'll, guessing. We'll use, here, common but... sense. we'll use common sense to say we don't expect to see him for several weeks. 
And who knows? That could very well put it this way: it could extend forever for an indeterminate period of time, because I just I think that seems prudential. He might never play for them again, and he might sue the shit out of them and the league. Could you blame him? I mean, Has any team treated a quarterback worse than he's been treated the last couple of years by his team? Not Paul, too many. Paul, did you have a question? I thought I, I saw a clip from their coach like last night, and it sounded like he's coming back pretty soon. Well, that's not his call. Like, I can try to go find that. I Look, I, I certainly hope for Tua's sake that he doesn't. Uh, I would be surprised to see him anytime soon. All right, so I can be wrong. I'm so, wrong all the time. So, but I just don't see it happening. So, so bank on him playing this week. I guess is how we should try to factor in this spread now. So it's Vikings minus three on the road in Miami, Jeff. I can't tell if the Vikings are good or bad. Like they're four and one, but they beat like four really shitty teams barely. And I don't know if Miami is a good team or bad team without Tua. It's very difficult for me to figure out. I'm gonna just side with Miami here and just hope like Teddy B plays at like the worst of it and take the plus three at home. So last week, I think when we were discussing the Vikings or maybe before, we're like their record is good. We like a lot of parts of them, but really in totality, it feels like they've played four good quarters of football on the season, Um, you know, in, in each game. It was like the first quarter versus the Packers, the fourth quarter versus the Lions, the beginning of the game versus the Bears. Um, You know, they can't seem to keep any of their momentum going. I like the Vikings. I'll pick on, on Kansas state, Skyler Thompson. This is a quarterback league. I will pick on you in a very, the McDaniel offense is not, um, I don't want to say it's like ultra sophisticated, but it does. It's so timing based. So I think they're so behind the eight ball in that respects that feet three, Kind of feels like a bargain. Hill is banged up, but here's the kicker. If it's supposed to be really hot in Miami on Sunday, and maybe we're getting to the time of the year we're out of September, where that's not really the case anymore, I don't want to bet the team in dark. Like, we saw it just gas the Bills. And I know this could be a real stupid thing to look at, but I really like Minnesota. And three seems like a fair for the situation. Um... And Zach Wilson just worked that defense mm-hmm. that we've kind of discussed for a bit, kind of felt more luck-based than talent-based. Uh, but, hey, wins are all that matter. Um, so, yeah, I'll pick Minnesota, and I might actually bet Minnesota because three feels short for the situation being asked to Miami at this moment. Vikings are on the money line parlay for the second leg. Uh, yeah, we're going to get a third-string QB Kind of feel like the Dolphins' whole season ended when Tua got hurt on Thursday night. Like all the electricity, all the fun, all the excitement in that team went from a hundred to zero and just flatlined at that moment. And I don't think there's any way to jumpstart that team. That team seems like it's just a it's just a dead man walking. I it feel bad like for them. it took fun away from you because you even acknowledged on Sunday oh, that beating them without Tua just didn't feel it like did. the joyous win it should have no i don't feel any joy about it i don't feel any excitement picking against them in this game uh yeah that 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 injury ruined that entire team season and ruined everything about that team all the fun and and interesting energy that was coming out of that team gone and and it's not coming back Uh, the energy's not coming back it's too bad 
because uh, at least it was a fun NFL story. We just had that it's just gone from us. Oh, you loved it. Well, I liked the story. It was fun, even even not enjoying them and being annoyed when they won. That was still, you know, the tension was fun. But uh, once he got hurt, I was like, it just felt you felt bad. It's like the air went out of the balloon. Agreed. There's it's, no no joy in Mudville. It it is strange though that two is not there anymore, and now their season is basically over. Is this you acknowledging that two is great? <laughs> no, but what I will say is him being there pr- provides an electricity, an interest factor. Uh, that just can't be replicated by Teddy Bridgewater or Skylar Thompson or whoever else is going to play Cedric Wilson, who is their backup to their backup for whoever. Uh, yeah, the Vikings are going to roll Miami, and I think everybody everybody knows that. Well, this could be a Teddy Bridgewater revenge game, for all that we know, if he ends up starting. And if he doesn't, like Skylar Thompson's actually going to be taking the first team reps throughout the course of the week, Jeff. Like, it's a little bit different when you have a rookie third stringer come in in the middle of a game to try to figure out what you even mentioned is a very timing-based playbook. At least with a week of practice, he might look a little bit better. Okay, that is fair. But again, like, it's it's a brand-new offense. They had a quarterback who who lacked confidence and, and had his new parts in the offseason, like Tua had to get everything he could out of that offseason, and it seemed like he maximized it. Credit to him and to Tim's point. You know, it's in some ways, sat as a football fan, like a fun story kind of feels like it kind of died with that Thursday night situation. Um, it seems like it's still way too intricate a timing-based offense that two and a half days of practice um, are going to save it, especially if Hill isn't even practicing. Now, we don't know that, but uh, he's got the foot injury. I doubt they're rushing him out there on a Wednesday to practice either. So there are just a lot of concerns. I trust McDaniels. McDaniel, I like McDaniel enough as a coach. Like, you get three and a half yards of play and just try to, like, just, I don't know, find a way down the field. But, you know, I like uh, like O'Connell here as well. I the spread almost tells me Teddy's playing, right? Yeah. Because we know how, how the NFL works, what the value of the quarterback is against the line. This to have a number out there that we could bet right now, that low with Skylar Thompson, just the books are telling me I think Teddy's playing. Hey, Play this- Dalvin Cook in all of your DK lineups. This is a great matchup. Brees Hall ripped them apart for a reason. Uh, you know, the Dolphins are eminently destroyable by a running back, and I expect that. To happen, maybe he'll do the waddle dance, yeah, right in Waddle's face when they score a touchdown, and maybe, and maybe Tyreek won't get a forearm shiver this week because he didn't talk about how Minneapolis is a bad place to play or something. But uh, I, I don't uh, actually know. recall him saying that New York was a bad place to play. That was the intimation he was making, and he, you know oh. what, Jets fan, just the same way where when the Raiders lost last night, the first thing on Chargers Reddit was a celebration for Raiders losing. You were looking uh, at the Reddit. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, just the, <laughs> the same way that. Uh, you know, Jets fans thoroughly enjoy being able to rub Miami's nose uh, in a loss like that. Uh, you know the way that the the, the contemptuousness with with the Dol- which certain Dolphins players treated the Jets uh, just needed to be to be rectified. So uh, that didn't ha- that's but it's not happening in this game. So what you're saying is that the most insane and just depraved the lunatics out there. This is how they interpret stuff that is said. You think that it, you think it was depraved? Okay, fine. You know that, that. Do you think that we're depraved to 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 see slights when there are clear slights? Like, 
I do not like the Miami Dolphins. I don't like the way they treat the yeah, Jets. Yeah, so, so you're so, but, like, but you you want to read in what you want to read into it, Jeff. As Tyreek Hill said, why didn't you go play for the Jets? I don't want to pay that much in state tax. He yeah, hate, well, enjoy he, being styled on. Enjoy being styled on. Enjoy being posterized. No, it does. To be fair to Hill, like it does feel like he clarified that with no ill will that that his decision was pretty much based on taxes. And well, the, there's ill will the on sun. this side. There's ill will on yeah, this side. What he doesn't want it crazy dark at five think. o'clock. <laughs> Tariq Hill didn't want to move somewhere where he had to pay the taxes and it's dark by five o'clock. Oh, poor, poor dear. Well, enjoy Miami because in January you'll be able to sit on the beach and not have to worry about football. Well, he seems it's like warm all might, day there. Then he might enjoy that. He's gonna he's gonna get keep more of his money. Great, uh, enjoy it, and he'll have many more weeks to spend it. Great, I I, I don't care. It, well, it seems that, like you that, do care. You seem pretty upset about it. No, just I that you, type you sound of unhinged. Like, that type of pettiness uh, made me happy. That type, like your type of pettiness, makes you no, happy? but like that makes me happy. <laughs> or when like there's a celebration on Chargers Reddit for a Raiders loss, like that sort of stuff. But, like makes Chargers me happy. Reddit would have celebrate, would have been happier if the Chiefs lost. You no, know? no, no. They clearly hate the Raiders so much more. Would have been they the hatred been, they is so much stronger for the Raiders though, Jeff. I think there's like a primal. You no, can speak okay, I, I understand that, but you would have seen the same memes or something like happy if the Chiefs lost. A really awkward place to go. To see how a, a new a third party team in a division is reacting to a primetime game in which two teams in the division played. Also, that just shows you how unhinged these people are that they're pumped that the Raiders lost when the thing that helps them the most is the Chiefs losing. Yeah, I, mean, I was cheering it was, for it the was Chiefs called to lose. in all caps Raiders lose up bolt yeah, party. So that tells you about the mental stability of these people. They're idiots. <laughs> and they're the people you identify with. Anyway, it just seems like the one thing I've learned the most from spending time on Chargers Red is they right. hate the Raiders more than anybody else. Yeah, that's that like Marty Raider week. That, like that was for whatever reason, thing. it's clear to me that like, I thought, no, based on our chats, I always thought that the Chargers fans hated the Broncos most. That no, I the hate the Broncos it's, the most. It's clear you hate the Broncos yeah. most. But the average fan actually hates Oakland much more. Well, like if you live in California, you probably hated the Raiders if you were a Charger fan. Fair enough. Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Here's something fun. Indianapolis is favored. It doesn't really matter against who, but they're favored in a game this week by two and a half points against the Jumbo Jags. 42 is the over-under. Uh... This is going to be my super lock. I'm going to take the Jags. Plus, we two. are going to have the same super lock. Just no, thank you, Indianapolis. I am not. If you're a favorite, I am betting against you. <laughs> the Jags are on the free money parlay. Oh, the Jags are going to be my super lock. I can't rush fast enough to support a underdog against uh, M- Matt Ryan. They've got two wins and a tie this year. And if you think that anybody sees through that veneer, you're out of your mind. Out of your mind. Terrible. Get out of here. And I don't, I'm not, and I'm not, you know, sold with this Jacksonville team. I think the Jacksonville team is worse than a lot of people thought it was going to be. Like, look, like, look what the Titans are going to cruise to this division championship. But the Colts are just trash. And there's no way, no, no way, no shape, no how we are going to let Matt Ryan lay points and not pick against it and not throw a super lock against it because we're running out of weeks to do that. Uh, yes, we must take uh, Jacksonville here. Uh, it, it's so I feel so strongly about it. I don't think we've ever been this lockstep on a game so instantaneously ever. 
that I just I feel hundred as soon as I saw it, I you know I just was like, this is it. Here's the one. Sometimes Superlock don't jump out at me, and sometimes they scream at me with a megaphone. This one did. Did that Jacksonville loss to Houston not remind you of the indie tie to Houston? Yes. yes. Outgained them. They dominated. Like just the you know Lawrence. They couldn't do anything right. But you look at the stats, and if you watch the game, you'd have thought they won by like twenty points. Um, I don't know. Just to be different, I'll take the Colts and think about oh, trying to trick. Oh, Jeffrey. Us. I mean, no, I don't want to be different because I take that back. Out of support of your super locks and the fact that I sense, at least in Pat's case, I don't know what Tim does, but it's going to be a real money wager. <laughs> I will support you by just picking the Jags here, even yeah. though I have no opinion. I don't. I'm not as fully sold on it as you guys are. The Colts get some extra time. They get they're going to get healthier on defense. Um, Colt, the Colts are the worst yeah. team in the league. Like it's not even per, by the numbers yes. and by the eye test, they're the worst. It's not even. You close. made this point on the on the Friday show, and they shot that down. And I was like wanting to yell back. It's like the Colts are so clearly the worst team in football. They could be. No, no, there's no could. There is no could. <laughs> it's like that line from Moneyball. It's like there's good teams. And then there's Gap, and then there's 5,000 layers of crap, and then there's us, the Oakland A's. That's where Indianapolis is. Like, you, they're in the dig-up stupid situation. Like, you couldn't get any lower. No, I, I hate this team. They're talentless. Mind their defense. They're talentless. No. I'm not feeling the no. best yes. about this anymore. <laughs> no. Freest of the free money. As I'm, like, like, thinking through the roster in my head, they are flawed. And they're not what they were, and their O-line is in shambles, but there's way more talent there than the worst team in the league. But they are the but they you should just go on the Friday show then, Jeff, and you can go on the Friday show and agree with them about everything. No, I'm not here to I don't want to uh, the You can you can go on with Rob about how good Carolina is and how bad it is. (laughs) And how 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 the Colts are not that bad at all. I would like I would like five minutes with Rob. (laughs) <laughs> just to discuss, just to discuss, um, you know, because he's right. So, by the so, way, no, yeah, fine. The math, the math might be right. It's, it's, it's also it's, problematic. It's, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not as... even. It's not even the math. It's just pure logic. Like if you want to no. say, "Hey, here's the defense. Let's mm. trust it," then you should go for yeah. it even more because you trust your defense. It's worse not when you're seven yards. Oh, so, seven so, yards so, so now we don't trust our defense. So now we don't okay, trust but, our defense. But he didn't trust his defense. Like, and also the coach lies in the press conference. First, he says he trusted his defense. No, he didn't. If he trusted his defense, he'd have punted against, punted there. Secondly, he congratulated them on the stop that they made. They didn't make a stop. They stopped the game. It's the game was problem, over. No, listen. They, they didn't. The defense did nothing. The he math was... might say it's right, but there's it's still problematic. You could get left on a jog and take a Hershey squirt yeah. and have nowhere I, I to I was listening up. to a, a podcast. Give him credit. Mike Lombardi was talking about this, and he was he was so upset about it, and I was too. Like the Chargers coach lies. I don't want to do this in two places. No, no, you don't. We don't. But like, it was a bad decision, and he got bailed out. It was a good decision, but you have to. You have to commit to going for it on the third down play. I agree. I bought in. That's the problem. It was a different spot. Whereas last night, Andy Reid should have gone for it and didn't. I don't know. I I don't know if I want to kick back to a top ten passing offense and a top top one rushing offense. I take my chances. Oh, see, so so, you trust your if you trust your defense, as 
he claims he did. If you trust your defense. It's so amazing. It's so amazing how, I mean, listen, these like 100% the right call, they would also tell you that if Joe Biden was playing quarterback <laughs> for the other team. That is, you, know, you, know, you know that's not true, right? Or are you just no, making that Jeff is right. Jeff is There's right. You, 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 you realize, the, hold on, hold, hold, hold on. This isn't a thing where they have a probability chart. Like they hand you with the fucking casino for blackjack odds. You know that, right? Well, this computer, this fourth down bot is bullshit. Yeah, that, I'm not that, saying that, that Staley's that's, rocking that's, the not what, that's not what the teams are using. They have their yeah, own adjusted one. I understand that. Do you? Because that's, that. that's also not what you're arguing. So you want to argue that, although no, you but, know that's not the case. But my point being is that there's always an element of risk in kicking the ball back to the other team. The math guy would say that with Joe Biden at quarterback. Jeff's right about this. Like, there is no element that is too far for them um, um, on that part of it. And, and and I'm sorry, Justin Herbert can't get a yard. <laughs> Let's you know maybe that's part of the problem. Listen, I'm all for it. in all of the offseason conversations in last year. I have never argued about a fourth down. I agreed with going for it in the shadow of our goalpost versus the Raiders. I agreed with all those fourth downs on that Thursday nighter to start the game after Parham died versus the Chiefs. I agreed with it even on the opening drive in the. I've never not agreed with one. That one seemed like my six-year-old kid has friends coming over. My wife wants to get them the dessert. I'm an expert chef, and I'm so stubborn in how I do things that I'm going to make this, like, really fancy cheesecake for five-year-olds when, like, just chocolate chip cookies will do. Like, that's all they need. That's all they need. That's all they need. Like, that's all they need. And and he's so sometimes stuck in, in his method that he gets lost in the moment, I would say. But in closing, my hope, Pat, is that what happened on Sunday is the start of never turning back. Because personally, I'm in favor of any time we've crossed our own 40 and it's 30. You can almost tell me any time we're outside of our own red zone, our own red zone and it's fourth and two and shorter, go for it. I'm okay with that. I want that. I believed in that. I bought the shirt for fuck's sakes. Okay, I bought in. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid fully. But don't punt versus the fucking Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and tell me you want to flip the field. You want to flip the field. That's gremlin, right. you That's- fucking gremlin. I take that back. I, I like you. I want to believe in you. But but everyone also gets to live in a world independent of this man leaving Herbert in down 28 versus the, versus the Jags. I'm not allowed to live in that world independent of that decision. So yeah. it's all just coming. But I hope, I hope, I hope for math, guys, because I've, I've bought in. Like, so I want, I hope Sunday and the negative attention that he's gotten from that decision emboldens him to always fucking go for it that is what i want if that's the end result of this i'll agree with it but if you're not gonna punt there in that spot you should never fucking punt and i just want to say one more thing to math men and math world they must sit back on sunday thoroughly fucking amazed at how few points get scored in nfl games 
when they just assume with 71 seconds and no timeouts that that 50 yards is just given like so many more points should just be happening all over on Sundays. That's the, that is the perhaps the best point you made in a year where scoring is way down. This idea that teams are just likely to march the field and score is ludicrous. It's risible. And I watch tons of college football and pro football. I see. I get it. I, I mean, know. Wait, yeah. Do we not do, just do, move it? Do we there not watch this every single week where teams just go two yeah. high safeties play prevent? You just dump it off three times, and all of a sudden you're in field goal range. Well, don't do that. Just play the normal formation. They, but they, they won't do they, that because they never fucking do that. No, Jeff. And the this Browns one, Jeff, don't have Jeff a single speed the right. option. They they can't. No, they don't they beat don't. anyone over the top. They haven't beaten anyone over the top all year. If they want to run for seven and a half yards of carry with no timeouts, fucking do it. You pay J.C. Jackson, who might be a sieve. He's getting picked on. And the Patriots, they franchise tag the corners they love, the good ones. So I am concerned right now. Derwin James, Asani Samuel, just fucking make a ra- two wrap-up tackles and tick, 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 tick. On that first touchdown in the Browns game, Jeff, the French commentators were making fun of Derwin James, <laughs> which was very funny. Yeah, but yeah, no, thank you, Jeff. No, I look. We joke around. I think I can't disagree with a single word Jeff said it that that well said I don't know I would look at it and say I can go fourth and one here I can get one yard close out the game or I can kick to the to a top five offense or try to get a yard against a bottom three defense I, I don't yeah but if you don't get it right you probably lose you, you your chances of losing the game are so much higher if you don't get it you so. should you're averaging eight yards a carry in the yeah, game but I, and you can't but get and you can't get one yard on third or fourth down Give me a fucking it break. It didn't seem like they were going to, and they didn't. Well, maybe your offense should be a little bit better. Jeff's right. With scoring down Je- so much. Jeff's right, because it didn't work. They should have done the offense. No, no, no. It's got nothing to do with whether it They should have went not. for it. They obviously should have went for it. They obviously shouldn't have in that circumstance. And I bet just Daly won't go for it the next time. Well, then that's He'll shit on him. Then that shit on him, he should be fired okay. if he doesn't go for it next Here's time. Here's the no, thing. No, coaches are going to get fired this Here's- year. The problem by large, is because of their recklessness Pat, by not being able, they don't understand analytics. They actually don't uh, understand it. Un- unfortunately, sometimes in my opinion, and one day I thought, I think I'm wrong in thinking that Staley was going to be the perfect blend of this math and mindset. And one day we're going to get a coach who's going to just have this perfect blend of it. And we could all argue that's probably luckier than, actually being good but in I mean, my opinion it's actually harbaugh harbaugh, harbaugh does yeah, like harbaugh kicked that field goal uh when all the math guys said you should go for it he intelligently knew to kick that field goal because like Sometimes, the points were so much no, no, more no. valuable there but, but i think this is the problem and, and it was the right is, move and this is what can kind of concern me and I, I as as much as i do think if it's the breaking point we always go for it is you can get too caught up in being you can get too caught up in being who you are instead of doing what the moment asks of you. And I see this in college, for example, all the time, like these spread fast team coaches forbid to run the clock when they're up by three with two minutes left. Like you're just so caught up in being who you are. You forget that the moment sometimes doesn't require that. And I don't know, I guess the mass is the moment still required it. They won. I feel lucky. Ah. 
Yay. But I don't know. I, I'm. I, I don't know. They won. You should be happy. I, I, I was. I was. It was wide right. <laughs> I was happy. Our next partner has a product I literally use every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I felt like I didn't have time to put together a super healthy breakfast every single morning. So I'd wake up, I'd feel logy, and then all of a sudden, like, my next four hours were just, like, pounding coffee into myself. I started taking Athletic Greens in the morning because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes good, gave me more energy, and optimized my immune system. Then all of a sudden, feeling great all the time with Athletic Greens. It made such a notable difference that my wife started doing it as well. So now we have to order two packs of Athletic Greens every single time. Well, worth it. And it's lifestyle friendly because it takes absolutely no time to put together and you can just pound it back. Athletic Greens is a small micro habit that has big benefits. It's the one thing you can do every single day that takes care of yourself. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mayo. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash mayo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, that brings us to the midway point of the show, which means it is time for a mini version of Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes He should be president of the United States But it's Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner Cuss Corner <laughs> Okay, well I mean I already gave sort of the update on McDonald's So yeah. we don't have to talk about that um, Rank coaches One thing I've really been frustrated People need to stop calling me a hipster I'm tired of this. You were talking about you I'm, went on a fucking hipster micro brew tour on the weekend, pal. I which, saw which, it is, which is, per your words, what hipsters do. 
No, no. They drive their fixed gear bikes to, you know, places you've never heard of to drink th- weird things out of weird cups. Like you just no, did. No, <laughs> no, I like double IPAs. I'm not ashamed to say that. Uh, you know, I like, uh, I, I, I've always liked craft beer, but I can't stand other people who say I only drink craft beer. Uh, like that attitude, I've, I've got no time for. When was the last time no, you had, would... when was the last time you had a normal beer? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, you're too, bu- you're too busy only drinking double IPAs. But I like non-craft beer all the time. Uh, Paul? Like, I like... Can you explain the difference between an IPA and a double IPA <laughs> top cap? It's a lot... It's like an extra degree of bitterness. It's the best way to describe it. I think just knowing that makes you more hipster than me. I didn't know that. Well, but isn't it kind of self-evident? I mean, Paul well, had like to du- ask, didn't he? Okay, well, anyway. Do you, do you even know if that's the case, or are you just making that up? No, well, I mean, I can tell you from the taste that a double IPA is certainly more bitter than the single IPA. Like, that's, that, that is, like, if, you, if you like strong, hoppy, bitter beers, and I do, uh, I had a Corona not that long ago, so I, I'll, I'll have factory beer, too. It doesn't bother me. Love factory beer. Yeah, I got nothing against factory beer. I'm pro-factory beer. Uh, 100%, but uh, I like craft beer too. And then we have this province happens to be blessed with some really nice craft breweries. And so I was happy to, to see some and I, I enjoyed that. But no, I got screamed at the other day for being a hipster because I've really started to enjoy this type of sherry that I've been drinking, which is called uh, Br- Bristol Cream. It's made by Harvey's. It happens to be excellent. Were you fucking Fraser? Were you as Niles? An appet- appet- uh, as an aperitif. Uh, you know, I think it's a quite a delicious. It's smooth, but not too sweet. Uh, it's you can enjoy it, enjoy it on the rocks or 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 neat. So so do you uh, do you do this palate cleanser before or after the uh, supersized fries at McDonald's? Yeah, yeah, okay. And there was, no, it's just like something to, to nip on while you're watching TV in the evening or something, <laughs> like before, like before I have my evening tea or something. And, and you I don't like think to that have. You're, you're you're either the fanciest man in the world or you're a fucking hipster, pal. And I've got and I've even got little sherry glasses specifically for it. You know, you don't just drink it out of a wine glass because you just want little tiny bits. I'm tired of people calling me a hipster. I'm not a hipster. Why don't you stop doing hipster things? I'm not doing hipster things. You are, I don't you have are, a you are wardrobe an official, full of hemp. You are an official hipster millennial. Everything you've no. always railed against, you now are. No, I'm not. I don't have a wardrobe full of hemp clothing. I don't drive around on a fixed gear bike. That's because I you don't can't. wear. Yeah, but that's only, that's only that's only because you can't ride a bike. Yes, I can. No, you can't. I don't Do have anything a thing organic. Pardon me. Like any organic anything. Yeah, I kind of like the organic bananas better than regular bananas. Hipster. I have to say, but that's. But I mean, I'm not opposed to the regular bananas either. But you know, there's some organic things that are a little better. Do you yeah, own I like tie dye. I do not own any tie dye. I don't think. Yeah, but hipsters aren't wearing tie dye. Hippies wear tie dye. This uh, the stuff that you've always called a hipster are basically just hippies. Different. No, these are the people Different. that bring their vinyl record player to the to the coffee shop so they can listen. To you know their vinyl while they're working on their typewriter. Can at the I give coffee you I, an I, I have, I have hipster to, quality? Oh, hold on, have you ever seen anyone do any of these? I've things? seen photos of it. Really? I've seen photos of it. Really? Yeah, Wait, really. Are you sure that they aren't stage photos to trigger people like you? Snow being a snowflake is a big part of being a hipster, which you are. I am not a snowflake. You seem pretty triggered. There's like a, like certain hats kind of give hipster tells. Like these 
awkwardly shaped all black zero logos like um i don't really know how to explain it you mean the 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 toque with a brim well that too but just yeah i guess some like you know owns multiple like different glasses frames and like tim yeah tim has reading my winter my 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 winter hat you referred to as a dom deloise hat now that's certainly not hipster that's a pretty hipster look. No, like, it's you're, very you're, sharp. Like, no, like you're ironically trying to look stupid. I mean, that's what hipster is. No, mean. it's a nice warm hat. It's not a, okay. <laughs> hey, it's not a warm hat. It doesn't even go over your fucking ears. <laughs> yeah, well, my ears don't. So what? That's, I don't need to. Then why would you care if it's a warm hat? If, if, if a hat, it keeps the, it if keeps a hat, the warmth in. If a hat doesn't, how does it, if it doesn't go over your ears, how does it keep the warmth in? Please tell me that. Because most of your heat leaves the top of your head. So when you're walking outside when it's cold out and your ears are sticking out in the freezing cold, that hat's going to do you a whole lot of good now, is it? It's fine. It's serviceable. I like it. Because you're a hipster. So you're, you're, no, I'm not. And you now, you're, stop now, now, you're, now you're actively wearing things in the middle of winter that don't even help you. They do help me. Stop saying that. I bought it at the bay. Well, I mean... That, that, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how that falls in the hipster realm. I mean, that's just where really old people shop. But maybe that's, maybe. like you said, like when, uh, like you see the people with like the patches dressed like old professors. Hipsters do like to dress like old people. So there you go. Do you like no. go thrift store shopping? Yes. Tim wears corduroys a lot. Yeah, Tim does wear corduroys a lot. Which and, is very hipster. And shops at thrift stores. There we go. <laughs> and you think you're not a hipster. I'm not a hipster. You are a hipster. No, no, I'm not. Stop saying that. Here's the thing. You could see Tim dressed and think he's trying to be a hipster, and he just bought those, like, really washed-looking old, like, 2002, late 90s piece of clothing, but really, Tim just owned it the whole time and has always worn it. Exactly. And it's just his fashion. <laughs> yeah, I don't throw up my clothes three years after purchasing them. I'm a little more frugal than that. Really, but you, there's right. but you would pay four times as much for a Diet Coke than a Pepsi. Well, if I had to, but, but look, look, because I can't stand that vile garbage. That's why. That's pretty hipster Diet take. Pepsi's better. No, it's not. Pretty hipsters hipster. aren't drinking that. Hipsters are drink. Actually, hipsters would drink Big Eight. And you love Big Eight. You just said that. I actually think Big Eight gets a bad rap. I think it's actually better than people think. Paul? Same as PC brand. Same as PC brand cola. That's not that bad either. More more of a statement than anything. I don't think Tim is allowed to ever refer to himself as man of the people after the fact that he goes home, drinks sherry out of a specialty sherry glass. Like that's not what the well, people are this doing. Wagyu. Yeah, Wagyu and Sherry isn't man of the people. But, but yeah. look, but look, and, and here he, I am and, stooping and, and, down and playing the Monopoly contest and like doing the things yeah, that the people yeah, do. You're, you're, I, places. So it, it just sounds like you're ironically playing McDonald's Monopoly from what I can take it. Oh, no, it's not and, 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 and Jeff, let, let's be clear here. Tim loves Wagyu. Tim would never pay for Wagyu. He'd just eat mine. <laughs> Stop calling me a hipster, people. It's, I'm not a hipster. There are a lot of people calling you a hipster these days? It seems like it. It's annoying me. Craft beer cast? There's nothing. Well, I mean, I don't actually mind that. Because I, I, I think craft beer is really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's a nice, delicate balance to be struck between a good craft beer and uh, between factory beer. Y- you know who really goes into the details of like the different types of beer? Hipsters. Well, you know, you know what? Go, you know, go you to a nice know, craft you know, beer you know, place and get a flight. 
You know what normal people do? Drink the fucking beer to get drunk. That's not actually true anymore. That's not true. As fewer and fewer people drink, as we see by the stats, more the more and more people that do drink do it because they actually enjoy the flavor and are interested in sort of what they're drinking. These That's people, these, these people sound like soft fucking hipsters. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. These people sound like they suck. Yeah, they sound horrible. <laughs> like, have your beer, get lit. Is what we're okay, doing. but that's not that's not the world in which we live anymore. Uh, that's, the viewer, that's the viewers of this show, Tim, are going to disagree with you on that one. No, I think they'll understand that that's an age that's passed. No, that's, that's we, we, don't, we don't have a show full of fucking soft hipster viewers like you. It's not a bunch this of you. A... It's not a bunch of yous watching the show. Oh. oh, please! It's a lot of people appreciate good craft beer. I, yeah, losers. So begs... People and with I'm nothing sure going you... on. That that's that what is they it. appreciate. That people with nothing going on yeah i'm sorry who who died and made you the king of all these things to decide who is and who isn't a loser because they enjoy craft beer i guess i must have missed that meeting patrick well you're on the pat mayo experience where i decide what goes and this is what i am deciding right now if you have like real opinions on different types of craft beer get a better hobby you got too much fucking time on your hands you don't know what you're talking about you i do don't know I, what I, you're talking i do about, know what you are I do know what I'm talking about. You just need a better hobby. Maybe you could spend some of that time that you're trying to go through picking out different types of hops and beers and pick up your fucking trash. There's another hipster thing. Littering everywhere. One has everywhere. nothing to do with the other. Well, well you're know. spending so much time doing one thing, you could be spending time doing the other thing. It doesn't I'm make sure any sense. Tim, have you bought like a home, like a make beer at home? Oh, Jesus. Yes. No, I have not. I don't, don't know if I would be able to do that. You could be I don't like, like my old man. My old man used to make homebrew, and it was terrible. Of course, <laughs> it was just terrible. It's like when and people like, make he, their own. He would wine. drink it because the price was right. But uh, yeah, I mean, like if I'm not a brewer, so I don't make beer. I'm not a vintner, so I don't make wine. We had a neighbor. But, uh, we our neighbor made wine. He used to always give us wine at Christmas time. Fortunately, it just gave me something good to give to like people when you go to their house for a party. You're like, hey, here's a bottle of wine. You couldn't drink that shit. It was awful, awful. So, so you're okay giving away awful wine for a gift. But if I give somebody twenty five free dollars in subway money for Christmas, I am history's greatest monster. Yes. But, you're, but you're actually giving. But that you can to give them. away bad wine. I'm not giving it to them as a gift. I'm giving it because I'm showing up. It's like when you show up to my place, you never bring anything. That's not true. When was the last time you brought something? I bring coffee. Every single time I come to your place for you. That, Every time. That, without fail. That is true. You do bring coffee and then you leave it around. Okay. Well, I mean, I am a man with several shortcomings. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't dispute that, but I do bring things every time I come. And you don't go to a person's party and show up with a gift certificate and leave it on the table. People just should bring bottles of wine to parties. Well, that's one thing you could do. Sure. Really? Have you ever shown up to a party like... I'm having a Christmas party. It is December 22nd. You show up and put a fucking Subway gift card on the table? <laughs> I can't say that I've done that. So no. what, what do Although you... I suppose hold, hold on. What do you bring? Nothing. <laughs> That's not true. I bring something for the party. What? A bag of chips? I don't know. Snacks of some sort. Mm -hmm. Maybe like, yeah, I'll bring something. Generally, never generally if you're hosting the party, you got the snacks covered. Well, not this. That's true. Tim and will bring true. snacks the the Sunday after Halloween that he bought, you know, fifty percent off. He did that last year here, and then no one ate it. That did happen. I so, do it again. Yeah. So just your leftovers. So I, I get where you're coming from. <laughs> anyway, so hipster Tim, continue to call him a hipster. 
We figured. Please that out. don't. I'm not a hipster. I think I've proven my point here. Everything you listed like ten things that are super hipsterish. No, and, I haven't. And then got like really triggered when we said that that was. The if case. you see me wearing an ironic T-shirt with a twisty mustache, <laughs> yeah, but people, and the way clothing, as Jeff pointed out, the way that you normally dress is ironic because no one dresses like that unless they're eighty. That's not true. Cardigans have actually made a bit of a comeback. Cardigans and corduroy. Because the hipsters. <laughs> no, it's not because of hipsters. Yes. Who else? No. Is, Who else? Cardigan you... and his toque with the brim, and he's got like deciding. Well, I kind of like the seven... toque. With, I like the toque with the brim. Deciding which of his like seven frames of glasses he's gonna wear today. Um, yeah, trust me. It's called accessorizing, Jeffrey. And his like low top like sneakers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Late set of games. Cardinals at Seattle. Seattle is a two and a half point dog at home. The covering Cardinals. That's what they do in October underneath Kyler Murray. I think they've only ever not covered one game since he's been their starter uh, over the past three years, which I thought was somewhat strange. The Seahawks just score. They score, score, score. They can't stop anyone. So the over of 51 is probably the play in this game. I'm really torn here. I really want to bet the Seahawks again. Feel like they let me down, but not too much last week. But I think the Cardinals are the right side of this, Jeff. So I'm going to take them. Can you just tell me the spread we're working with one more time? Because I saw the graphic, but it was really minimized. And as we said, I'm working on a Mac today. And I'm one of the few people on a planet that actually doesn't know how to operate a Mac. And if I touch a button, I'm worried I'll ruin everything. Two and a half. Okay. Um, see, it feels so weird because the Seahawks off that amazing game last week, Pat. Like, they're the new... They almost feel like the market loves them this week. I don't want to say the market because I'm not sure, like, how the money's coming in. But they're the football guys, like, fun loser team. They've replaced the Lions, at least temporarily, yes. right? And, like, the NFL psyche. Yes, yes. So they're that like, yeah, they're that team that like, oh, they lose, but they're fun and we like them. Um, I don't know. Sound like home. Maybe maybe their home field can matter now. I got to pick the Cardinals. I'm not going to do a full turn on Seattle. Road win Cardinals. It's hard to even say. Uh, What ironic pick are you going to make here, Tim? I'll just take the home dog. I don't like either of these teams that much. But we know that Seattle can score, and so we can keep. It should be able to keep the game close and competitive. And if that's the case, you know, give me two and a half points, and they're at home. I'm going to take it. Do we give Arizona any credit for really making Jalen Hurts and this like incredible Eagles offense look pretty pedestrian? Or the Eagles were able to move the ball with ease and just ended up like doing something stupid to kill a drive? I, I don't really. I can't really decide how I see that game, how that game actually played out, and I watched a lot of it. Mm-hmm. We're not sure. Well, I don't like Arizona's defense sucks, and the injury report has 16 guys on it, and they, you know, should have forced overtime and really held. Did they not all practically hold the Eagles scoreless in the second half? I mean, the Eagles, I think, are like 29th in the league in second half scoring so far this year. They do all their damage in the second quarter, and that's basically it. And it's enough because their defense is good. I'm not changing. Give me, give me Seattle. Kyler, 
You so you are. So, so, wait, hold on. So you are changing? Sorry. No, sorry. I, I want Arizona. Kyler, when they finally let him run, was actually, and they almost made it seem like we have these packages for Kyler, but Colt McCoy was hurt, so they didn't want to put him in any sort of position. But once the game sort of cu- comes down to it, Kyler runs and looks amazing. But for three quarters and 80% of the fourth, they forbid to run with him, which is their best way to move the football. Carolina at the Rams. P.J. Walker starting for Carolina. Matt Rule, you're fired. You're out of here. Ten and a half is the spread. Here's the problem. Can the Rams cover ten and a half at this point? Yeah, I don't think you need to be a mystery solver to figure this one out. Mystery solver? Like... Columbo. Columbo, Columbo, or Murder She Wrote, or a, whatever. A, you, de- no, a detective. Exactly what I mean. Yeah, like a, a mystery solver. Uh, someone who solves mysteries. Uh, the you know you don't need to to have a big hat on to know who is going to cover in this game, and it's that it has to be Carolina. New coach uh, should be in the in, injection of life. The Rams can't be laying ten and a half points into anybody. It's way too many points. Uh, I think, you know, for the backup QB in his first game, P.J. Walker will probably have a little bit of bounce in that. I think this game is going to be dull as dishwater. Uh, it's going to be like 23 to 17 for the Rams or something. But I think the Panthers play close, and I think the Panthers cover. Jeff? There's a terrible quarterback on a terrible team going through a coaching change. I trust Sean McVay so much that it seems like he's decided what they've done before can no longer work. If you, you know, read into his post game comments that he will find a way to work around. Um, you know, they can't just drop back in the pocket. I I'm silly enough to believe they win this game like 30 to 10, like they're going to kill them. The Panthers are truly horrible. It's not just the head coach. It fired a bunch of assistants. It's a lot of change, and it's the backup quarterback. It's the fourth-string quarterback. Fourth-string quarterback. The Rams are flawed big time, and a team like Dallas can expose it to the moon. But this ain't that. They're going to up Chuck Kamaloo all over the Panthers. Sure, I'll take the Rams. Not going to bet this game. Buffalo and Kansas City. Ooh, baby. Bills are now favored by two and a half in Kansas City after the Monday night game. So a short week for the Chiefs in a game that they probably should have lost on Monday night, but did not. They persevered. They got through it. Obviously a revenge scenario for the Bills last season. Uh, Tim, you were working off of Jeff's theory that like the Bills might just slaughter everyone at home this year, but when they go on the road, they're, it's a different beast? Yeah, I think Jeff put it perfectly. At home, it's just going to be a, a wild party every week. And on the road, they're going to—it's going to be a tougher uh, battle for them, by and large. This is such an interesting spot because the Chiefs don't have the front line skill players that they used to. It's so clear. I mean, obviously Kelsey is amazing, but beyond him, like it's just there's so little, and Buffalo is so skilled. It's so very difficult to pick this game. I mean, I still believe that the, the Chiefs are the better quarterback, but I'm not so sure I know where the Chiefs are that much and, and better at tight end. But the Bills are so much better at so many other positions. That defense, 
has had some. I mean, Tampa did score 31 on them. Oakland did score 29 on them. Like, there's lots of points that are getting scored. I I have to take Buffalo. I have to. I don't love it, but I got to take Buffalo. The I coin feel the same way. Yeah, I do too, but I don't know. Is there just something about Kansas City? They have the Bills number? That is very possible. Well, not in that regular season game, though. Did not they play in the regular season last year and Buffalo beat them? Or was it, it two seasons ago that they beat them in the regular season? I don't remember. I can look that up. I, I just I think they played I, a Sunday night game. I don't love the game. I don't believe there's a spread edge with betting Buffalo. It's a hard game. I just think they're going to win. Therefore, I like the two points. If you look at the afternoon calendar, it is the the Cardinal game we talk about and the Rams-Panther game. I mean, just like we sort of mentioned that CBS has laid down for Fox at 4 o'clock a couple times already this year. Fox is pretty much playing dead for CBS in this showcase at 4 o'clock. This is so silly. This is like the sort of thing a Pozzola would absolutely laugh at, and I don't blame that at all. Um, I just like my gut tells me the Bills. The, my gut tells me everything the Bills have done as an organization, it almost seems like has nothing to do with anyone in their division. It doesn't have to do with anyone, but making moves to simply counteract the Kansas City Chiefs. And I don't know that it'll work in 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 January when it feels like they'll meet again, but in the middle of October, I think the Bills feel like they're playing a playoff game, and the Chiefs feel like they're playing Week Six, and they'll play them again and beat them. But for this time being, give me the Bills on the road. They played October tenth a year ago at the Chiefs, and the Bills won thirty-eight to twenty. So Tim was right. And I could see it being the same situation. And then the rematch, I don't even care where it is. Um, I would think probably differently, maybe. Even oh, maybe. my God. What? Oh, my God. Angela Lansbury has died. Your girl. You just, you just, met, you just mentioned her on the show. Detective <laughs> Oh, my Mystery God. Somebody Solvers. tweeted at me. I was checking my phone here. Wow. So, now, he tweeted at me 30-some-odd minutes ago. So she's already passed. So I can't be blamed for this one. I don't know about that, Tim. She's already passed. She was on your mind, Mystery Soldiers. Yeah. Yeah, Do you have Angela Lansbury written down? Do you have Murder She Wrote written down on your notepad? I I wrote it down after. No. Okay. Uh, This can't be on me because it already happened before I mentioned it. I need to get out in front of this now. Nope. This is a mid-show murder. No, no, it's not. Don't you, say that. Because... You, Tim, I know that you didn't mean to do it, <laughs> but you're a murderer. No, no. She, she had already passed, obviously, before I said it, because I have the timestamp. Yeah, but you have it written down. You've said it on the show. Clearly, it's yeah, on Yeah, I wrote mind. it down earlier, you yes. Worked, you yes, worked you, did, you did write it down earlier. Earlier yeah, today, I wrote it down earlier. the bit. Yeah, but I did. No, 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 no. This is not on me. I think that's for the audience to decide. This sounds like another one on the list. No, no, I, it's not. I, I think we need a. I think we need a photo, Jeff, of Tim just like Buscemi and Billy Madison. He's just going. Hold on. When did they announce her passing away? 
Vanity Fair announced it an hour, or Variety announced it an hour ago. Okay, I, I'm off the hook here. No, you're not. You had it written down on your page. Whatever. Like, <sighs> Just <sighs> knocking them off one by one, huh? Good thing Columbo's already dead. Poor Peter Falk. There is a show they should bring back, by the way. Columbo. You'd be happy to see someone else play Columbo? Well, no, they'd have to like, it okay. would have to be like Columbo's son or can like. I, can I have to get like the, would he have the eye out here like this? Don't make fun of Peter Falk. I'm not making dead? fun of me. He had a glass eye. <laughs> yeah, no. Yes, Peter Falk has, has been dead for, for, for quite a few years. Thank yes. God. Can't kill two okay, people but, in one show. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're not moving on until you all admit that this is not on me. Because this happened before the show started. Yeah, but you had it written down, and then you brought it up, and she's dead. It's your fault. Yeah, but very no, clearly. no, I, I just no, I didn't. I, I mentioned the name of the show on the pad. Yeah, now she's dead. Because when we were reviewing you're the like, game, you're like, like, you're oh, like, there's weird, a, there. you're like weird Final Destination, pal. <laughs> no, I'm not. Stop saying that. I just thought it would be funny to talk about uh, crime solving when you talk about that game. So if you already knew she was dead, then you thought it would be funny to make fun of a dead person. I didn't know she had passed Oh, away. really? And then what happened after you wrote it down? Well, we, we found out that she had passed away. No, you wrote it down, then she passed away, and now we're here. <laughs> well, I wrote it down during the show. That's not what you just said. You just said you wrote it down beforehand. Well, like before we talked about it. You're not going to get yourself out of this one. Oh, God. You love that show, too, didn't you? I love that show. We, I, we have talked about this show I, on more than one occasion about Cabot Cove. Probably what ended up. I got to phone my grandma tonight. She's going to be devastated. Oh, man. And I'll tell her it was you who did it. No, please don't, because it wasn't. But she'll ask me. She's like, did Tim do this? I'm like, yeah, of course he did. No, she won't ask that question. Yeah, she will. She'll light, a, she'll light a candle for you at church on the weekend, too. Oh, my goodness. To pray for your murder and soul. She had already passed before I brought it up on the show, so it doesn't count. We'll see what people say about that. Anyway, Dallas at Philly. Philly is undefeated, and they're going undefeated until they lose to Green Bay. In, what is it, week 12, Tim? Is that what it was? Keeps looking better and better all the time. I mean, they almost they should have lost last week, but here we are. They did not. They're favored by four and a half against Dallas. Then their schedule turns pretty easily here. Jeff, can Dallas win this game? They can win win the game. I think the spread is um, kind of disrespectful in some respects, almost to the Eagles. Really? Uh, yeah. I like Dallas here. Um, I'm going to bet on this game because it's Sunday night football. I don't really know what to make of it, though. Okay. I, I will pick Dallas plus four and a half. That's my take. Tim. I like the Eagles. I'm sort of more on Jeff's side. I think the spread should be six. Why? The Eagles have proven themselves to be you know, one of the three best teams in the NFL and uh, don't seem to take, take a step in the wrong direction. I, I've been eminently impressed with everything that they do, and, and Dallas is still tru- in a, very much troubled offensively. I feel like if Philadelphia gets up by 10, I don't see a world in which Dallas can come back. I really don't. I mean, as, as well as Cooper Rush is playing as a game manager, uh, I don't know, just Dallas 
is missing a spark. Uh, and I, I anyway, that's that's the way I feel. They need Dak back quickly. See, I think Dak could. I mean, if Dak were in this game, I might even take Dallas to win, but he isn't, and uh, so I'm taking Philly. See, I think you're like way off in the sense that Dallas does not need a spark at all. This team lost Dak on opening night. A lot of us, their fans, thought they were dead, and here they are um, on the verge of maybe being discussed as the best team in the NFC if they win the game on Sunday. Um, So I kind of disagree with the spark. I just wonder if they should probably, I mean, there's the, like, you let Cooper Rush play, and it seems like he is, and he beats the Eagles. I don't know you can turn back from it even until he loses, but if you let Cooper Rush play and it goes how maybe I think it's going to go, then it's a perfect, you know, opportunity to throw Dak back in there. I, I like the Eagles. I have so much respect for everything Dallas has done. And I think it's such a good story and so much fun for them. But if you really do break down who they've beaten and the moment they beat, they beat that team. I'm not that impressed. If that makes any sense. Like, I'm not as impressed as everyone else. Therefore, I guess give me the Eagles, but kind of want Dallas to win because I want Tim to lose his Eagles undefeated thing. But I do, uh, I will <laughs> lean to the Eagles here. I'll lay, I'll lay the points, but I'm going to cheer, at least snicker a little inside if and when they lose before like week 10, whatever. Tim yeah, is. they don't need to lose before week 10. They just have to not have their first loss against the Packers. Like If they beat the oh, yeah. Packers, he loses his bet anyway. That's, that's correct. That's true, too. I don't know. That's weird. I'm going to lay these points with the Eagles. I, I think people are – I love what Dallas is about, but I feel like it's kind of being overreacted to also to some respect. Maybe. Here, here are the two things I would look at. I think a lot of it depends on the injury report for the Eagles' offensive line. Like, are they going to be down a guard, tackle, and center? Maybe. That's on the table right now. At least one of them will be out. If they go, they lose all three of them, then they ain't stopping anyone. Not just Micah Parsons. They're not stopping anyone coming from the other side. And yeah, Micah Parsons has the groin injury. He was fine coming back in the game, even when they didn't need him against the Rams. So I don't think that's going to be that big of a concern. And Philly's the bottom third in the league in rush DVOA right now. Like Dallas should be able to run the ball. And if they can run the ball, they can try to control the clock. And they've been very effective at running the ball more so with Pollard than Zeke, but they have a lot of bodies to throw at you in that way. I kind of agree with you guys. They get down by 10 or 13. They're probably going to have a lot of problems coming back, but they need to get up early in this game. And I feel like they can just kind of put the pressure on Hertz and just get at him, get at him, get at him. And we might finally see one of those Jalen Hurts two pressured bad mistake type games. That's what I'm banking on by taking the four and a half here. They don't even need to win the game. They lose by three and I'm good. Okay. Jeff, your team is on Monday night against God. Too much Broncos. Broncos at Chargers. Chargers are only favored by five. Huh, they were favored by six and a half at one point. I can't imagine anyone in the world wants to bet on the Broncos right now, Jeff. Yeah, and I think the line is, I guess, come down because there were some six or six and a half that so people wanted to take. I'll be honest. I feel a lot of pressure about this game. I would equate this moment right now to... um there's such severe embarrassment potentially to being the team that makes Russell Wilson look like a human. Like the analogy I would use at this moment is, and I'm not a footy guy at all, 
but this feels like we're in a soccer penalty shootout and everyone has scored and it's my turn and all the pressure's on me. And I don't want to hit the crossbar. I don't want to Biggio over the crossbar. I need to bury that thing in the corner, which means bury Russell Wilson. Like every team he's played has done good or bad defenses. And I want to hand the ball over to Tim who gets to play Russell Wilson next and see if he can bury it in the corner because there will be great shame put upon the team that makes that corny, that, that, that corn ball uh, look human for the first time, because that, that Wilson magic is gone at the moment. Like the, the second or third element of a play that we were so familiar with doesn't seem to exist. Second best Wilson QB in the NFL. I don't know that you would debate that right now. Is he hurt? How extensive is the injury? We know he has no problem playing hurt or not a hundred percent. And that's not to knock Wilson, the competitor. That's just to knock that he forces himself on the field. And then he looks really bad in doing so. Um, We have seen that before as it pertains to the chargers. I don't, I don't know. The Denver's had extra time. Um, I hope Keenan Allen is back. Uh, I would like to say through all the weirdness that's happened in Charger land, pretty much from go this year, the best story is um, Salyer, our right tackle, who once again put on a performance without a single pressure allowed. And yes, it was Houston. Yes, it's the Browns. Um but this is two games. The guy has gotten two game balls in two weeks. One, because the coach gave him one after the Houston game for his individual performance. And then on Sunday, the whole, the entire offensive line got a game ball. Um, and he's just been outstanding. And the grades from all your PFF metric people to otherwise show like something insane is happening um, with my left tackle at the moment, who's Did replacing you- my all world pro left tackle. Um, so that's the bright side. Um, and we're running the ball again. Denver's defense is good. Denver lost the tackle. Denver's losing pieces everywhere. So no one has any sympathy or excuses on an injury front. Randy Gregory will still be hurt. I I don't know. I just want to win. But it's Monday and I'll be, I'll be wasted. And I, I'm excited. For all like the frustration and, and, and I don't know what to explain, I just want to watch them play again. Like it's only Tuesday as I'm talking to you. And all I want in the world is to that feeling of watching them play like third down. Like I just want it. And it feels far away. Um, Did you get your Monday press conference? No, no, just a transcript, just a transcript. Uh, I, I know I, I know what happened there, though, Tim. Uh, the guy that normally runs the press conference live stream walked in front of Jeff after last week, and he just pushed him like that and just dropped him right to the ground. I think he's getting sued. No, but I know. <laughs> listen, I got a response. Here's the thing. I don't want to get into it. Then but don't. I got a, I got a response. Um, like, I've been contacted personally. And I just let them know that what they're doing is, All it does is alienate the people who care the most. (laughs) Like all it does is like, who wants the Monday? Like just the people that love the chargers that are their hardcore, most loyal fans. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you don't paint a KFC green. 
Yeah, but, because it, all but, it does but, is but, alienate but, but, the but, fan. But it doesn't, though, because this is exactly the same thing that Jeff is talking about with the Chargers and these stupid press conferences that no one besides him actually cares about. And you, when it comes to Coke products or KFC, is that you degenerates aren't going fucking anywhere. But, 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 but I, I might. Pat, no, it, you it, won't. It is, you're going nowhere. I'm not saying so, I'm going so, anywhere. So you're going to take... What you're going to get, and you're going to complain yeah. and complain and complain, but you know what? You're still going to be there. All I'm saying, all I would like to say is... Don't hey, take listen. me for granted. Now, or, or what? Post keep game, buying? Staley's postgame got 20,000 views on YouTube. That is probably mainly because of his controversial decision, so a bunch of randos went to see it. But his, his Friday just injury report update got 16,000 views. Like... <laughs> So I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. And Pat, no offense. I don't mean offense to you at all. You don't give a shit. It's the last thing on earth you fucking care about. My only point being is there is a video in the room. Someone is rolling on it. These other things are getting posted in the week. Like you, 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 I get like, take what we give you, but someone there is just too lazy to hit fucking upload. Like, yeah. it's not an undertaking when it's already happening. It's already being recorded. And I just want someone to hit the fucking upload button. I'm asking for too much. <laughs> I'm no. I, I feel the same way, though, about the way I've been alienated with various companies and things in the past. And like, they, they shouldn't take us for granted is the point. You guys are the you same. Wanna know, do you want to know something? I've had this issue with my internet at home today, and they put me in a goddamn pretzel. I, I could show you my call log. There's a one hour and a 40 minute call. I think I mentioned that off the top. But what I want to say is there's a technician at my house right now. I'm not even home. My point is I got a same day technician. Do you know how I did that? My wife has a friend that works at Bell. I named the company those pieces of shit. Um, the other one's a piece of shit, too. Don't worry. You have no options. Canada, America. My point being is if you don't know anybody, you're screwed. How do you do anything in life? Like the service I am getting from knowing someone, like I couldn't imagine. And like, I'm lucky. Like there's instances where you're dealing with a company on something important. You don't know anybody and you're just like stuck to be pissed on. Now, do you think they're not uploading these longer press conference videos because they're so cheap they don't pay for the good internet? No, I don't know. I don't. I just, I have no idea. I want to see. I want to see the look in Coach's face yesterday as he was asked about the Keenan Allen comments. And I want to see him respond to them. Like, I don't think that's unfair. I get mine. I know you do. Everyone does. Some teams even post like live. They go live, Pat, and they have a pre-show. They have a studio pre-show to the coach's presser. Well, Tim has never actually seen any Jets press conference. He just saw a Mr. Clean commercial, and he thought that was it. Like, yeah, that and the Mike Holmgren show were the only two coach shows I watch. <laughs> no, but like, it's not like, oh, the coach is coming. It's like, before the coach comes, we're in the studio. We're going to talk about it. After oh, my God. Tim, comes, Tim, gonna... Tim. 
I know but, this one's probably not on you, but Mike Holmgren died like 10 minutes ago. Shut up. No way. Yeah. That's not possible. That is not possible. <laughs> no, that's is not that possible. Real? That's yeah, not – you're, you're, you're joking. That would be real sad. I need to look this up. That is sad. That is sad. He didn't really die, but – Okay, good. Oh, my goodness. See, you'd feel guilty, though, wouldn't you? Just like when you killed Angela It's a Angela believable Lansbury. name. Like, I'm going to dispute No, no, but look, on my dying? paper, I don't even have her name written down. Okay, so, so, now, so now your story has changed. But you have murder I she have, wrote written down. That's what I have written down. <laughs> no, well, she is murder she wrote. Like, there's no... It's not like you even have to say a name as long as you say murder she wrote. It means the same thing. Angela yeah, but Lansbury I can't remember the exact... Wrote means, but I also can't remember thing. the exact time I wrote it down. And I'm pretty sure... That based on that tweet from Variety, like I'm feeling bad about this. I'm pretty sure that tweet from Variety, if it's means I wrote this down before she, uh, after she passed. No, it means before. Yeah. Like when you just said, it means I wrote it down before, and then you had to no, change, no, you had to change it, that it, it, word really quickly. No, no, no. <laughs> but if it were announced an hour ago, then she passed more than an See, hour. You know, you were bashing Staley for talking out of both sides of his mouth and saying two different things. You just said they're two different things because in the earlier conversation, you mentioned how. Um, you knew that you were you were absolved of this. Now you're bringing up there's uncertainty as to when you would have written it. Well, down. now because I can't remember the exact moment I did because I wasn't making note of when You've I did it. You've killed so many people you can't even keep them all straight anymore. What a defense! I, I think I think I am off the hook on this one. You're not. Uh, so Jeff, you're picking the Broncos. No, I'm picking the Chargers. Oh, okay. I hope it's. Um, we got you. I am too. They're on my free money parlay. Who? <laughs> the Chargers. You haven't said. You haven't picked us once. You haven't said a nice thing about us since. March. Just you wait to our little mini show is about to happen. What are you gonna do? I really like the Chargers in this game, and let's just say there's another instance where I really like the Chargers. Okay, COVID Pat's gonna take Denver because I'm about to pass out due to extreme exhaustion. Okay. So, uh, super locks. <laughs> Jacksonville, plus two and a half for me and you, Tim? Yes. Super lock. Tim is a murderer. Oh, already won. Stop it. Stop it. It's not on me. It's not on me. Jeff. Hmm. Thinking Green Bay or Minnesota. Beep, bo, beep, bo. Buffalo. Hmm. No, no, no. That's crazy. Minnesota. Jeff should Jeff should start a uh, uh, like some sort of crowdsourcing to get like an uploader guy for Chargers. A GoFundMe. GoFundMe. No, you guys, everyone's already... full of the words today. A mystery solver, an <laughs> uploader guy. Yeah. <laughs> you and your sixteen thousand well, fans it. should all. Pitch in a dollar each, and then you'll get uploader guy will get hired. You'll be creating jobs in LA. An uploadsman? You guys uh, have to make your survivor picks. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Um, you, well, know, you, I... know, you know what's a part of the show before we do the show? The Rams. All right. Roll tops. <laughs> Chargers and Rams. The city of. Angels getting both of them on either side. So your money line free money parlay is Baltimore, Minnesota, Jacksonville, and the Chargers? At the farm, win just over six farms. That's what? Plus six what? Plus 619. 
Six nineteen. All right. I hate being the final leg. That will do it on the Pat Mayo experience. Thank you all for watching. I want to thank the coin and Paul and Jeff and Tim and Gust. Tim and Gust. That is not my name. I am really struggling here. <laughs> we have to do that other show. Your, you're doing your best. <laughs> thank you. You guys made me too angry throughout the course of this show. And it used Sorry. all it used all my energy. Hmm. I'm just glad you didn't like say something really nice about me and then, you know, I wind up dead or something like that. Or maybe that's what's happening. Oh god. Is this happening in real time? No. None of this is happening. Stop it. Stop it. Now I feel really bad. Stop this. What, for trying to kill me now? No, stop this. You even said you felt you thought it was good that I was feeling better. Now look at me. Well, I am happy that you're feeling better. Well, I'm not feeling better anymore. You're going to give me a complex. Well, maybe you should have one so you stop killing people. Dexter. Stop it. Stop it. it. You're like Papa Shango. Just using the curse on people. Anyway, tune into thehammer.bet for more of myself, Tim, and Jeff as we continue our Back to the Future series about future betting. Smash like, sub to the channel, sub to the newsletter, and play in the Pat Mayo Experience Listener's League. It's down in the description right now. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. Experience! Experience!